to the Gamerhood Radio. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Gamerhood Radio starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of Gamerhead Radio. My name is Charlie Technotronicorn Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. I am Jonathan Santiago, a.k.a. Fallon Flynn. We're being for villains! Come on! I'm Goat. <laughs> just, just Goat? Just normal yeah. Goat? Just Goat. Yeah. Every, every, everyday mm-hmm. Goat. Fancy Casual. Fleece Goat? You're like the little black dress of Goats. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I'm like the Crocs of Goats. Oh, oh ooh, man. Ooh, nobody wants to be the Crocs. good. Um, and a uh, special surprise for, for everybody this week. Uh, uh, unplanned, unannounced, kind of planned, just didn't say anything about it. Uh, we are joined by one of my uh, good friends from the My Little Pony convention scene. Uh, Miss Jen Blake is on the show with us this week. Hi, Hi Jen. Hi. Hello, everybody. I am a lady, and I wish to be addressed as such. <laughs> Yay! Hi. Jen, so uh, for those who are not familiar with your name, uh, what do you do? Um, I am the newest comic book artist who works on IDW's uh, My Little Pony comic series. Um, and I've just started doing that. My first issue of that came out uh, last May. I was Friends Forever number 16. And I've also done a variant cover for issue 30 of Friendship is Magic. And there may be some more stuff coming up this year. Ooh, intrigue. Stellar. Yes. Yeah, so um, the, this, uh, Jen, uh, Jen and I have been talking about uh, the, the subject of this week's feature uh, being Lego games, which we'll get into later, but uh, Jen has some thoughts, and so uh, she, was, uh, she was mentioning to me some of her thoughts, and I said, you know what, you're going to save this, and you're going to come on our podcast, and you're going to tell everybody about it, because uh, I'm, I'm very excited. And that's how he hooks you, man, you know? I know, it's the Legos, that's it. <laughs> That, I don't know why that just sounds dirty all of a sudden. I'm not sure why. Um, <laughs> There's going to be a fetish for it. it Legos <laughs> are filthy. They're filthy. Uh, this has gotten you weird. You can make okay. Legos. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's, I can see him. I've, I've known Charlie long enough now to be able to look him in the eye and know when his mind is planning an exit strategy from something <laughs> uncomfortable. And it was happening right Aww. then. Aww. <laughs> I mean, the show's just started. It's going to get a lot dirtier. I mean, I mean, to be fair, um, I, I, I did this to myself, so... You know, you really did. You saw me at the. You saw me in the green room. You that's, know the things I say. That that's true. I was I was there for the for the story of of Jack Apple. I am completely aware of of what I've oh, got myself into. Poor here. Jack Apple. <laughs> okay. Anywho. Um. So, uh, John, what have you been up to this last week? Oh my God, gee, this week almost killed me, man. So, without uh, without being too verbose as I am wont to do from time to time, uh, the short version is. Uh, Vs Freelance had a show on Friday, um, so I had to prepare for that show, but on top of having to prepare for that show, um, I am, I promised I wouldn't talk about school shit anymore, so I'm not gonna get into it, uh, but I am, I'm on the fucking debate team, I'm on the forensics team for, uh, the, the school that I go to, and I had to compete the same day that we had a show, so I spent seven hours listening to a bunch of 20-year-olds talk about politics that they can't possibly <laughs> fucking begin to understand, and then I had to go and switch out of my, like, literal suit to put on my fancy clown suit and then do V's for Villains, and it was one of the most exhausting days I've had in a long time, 
It was it was the the whole week was focused and centered around rehearsal and or talking about shit I don't care about politics <laughs> or fuck it like it was a mess man this week was nutty I, I I learned a lot this week I hope not to ever do it like that again I could not be sorrier that I missed it oof it was interesting to have him walk up to the venue and I'm like why are you yeah so I mean I was dressed in a fucking two piece suit and the whole deal I mean, you man, literally man. were in a suit <laughs> yes yeah. I literally he took I, off I, one suit and put on his other suit it was a weird I experience. looked <laughs> like an Illinois politician i felt very shameful like Yikes. i needed a shower to wash away uh the deceit or did you get your suit from men's warehouse uh I, you know i don't remember where i got that suit it's that been old? sitting in my <laughs> closet for a while man have, is it your everything you know, suit i put it right next to my vs for villain suit which i wear far more often because it is far more interesting than my not vs villain suit so as you know, my brain does weird things with connections sometimes. So, you know, we were talking about earlier goat being the little black dress of goats. Now, I was about to ask you, so is it your goat of suits? Was it your goat suit? I no. would like yeah, to no. say that it was my goat suit, but he's sitting right next no. to me, and I, now I feel weird, man. Nope. That's that, you made that, it weird, Charlie. That's, that's, well, it, there was no Ed Gain anything going on there. No, I'm nope, not a suit. I did not wear goat skin. That's, that's fair. Uh, goat, how's your weekend? Uh, well, I had to do the, the show for, uh, Suits McSuits over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then just a bunch of normal, I mean, a normal schedule for me, which is chaos and villainy and mm-hmm. all sorts of mm-hmm. things. Uh, Thursday, I did get a free second to go out to the Chicago Auto Show before it left town. I saw that. That was, uh, fun and the, uh, premier time to go, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Thir- like a like a Thursday midday afternoon uh, yeah, evening yeah, yeah. we would uh, uh, like all the you know attractions no more than a twenty minute wait each each no attraction. shit yeah. yeah. nice cool, cool so other than that no oh, how would you do Jared? Uh, same old stuff same <laughs> same same busy 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 um but uh, yeah nothing nothing out of the ordinary there just uh, pony cons pony cons pony cons which is is how that goes. <laughs> Oh, and pony cons are imminent shortly, so that's, <laughs> things aren't going to slow down for Charlie. It's no, just going to get never worse. end. Pony cons never end. No. Unless you're no. pony con New York City. Yes, yes. Poor, oh, which uh, is very sad to hear. That's sad. Well, uh, yes, poor pony con NYC. Um, uh, you, you, we hardly knew you. It was a good, it was a good try. Um, Anywho, um, so um, before we move on to what we've been playing recently, coming up in video games this week, uh, Tuesday, February 23rd, Far Cry Primal is getting its release on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Agatha Christie, The ABC Murders is getting a release on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. What? I know, right? I, An I, Agatha Christie game? It's it's a thing, uh, apparently. It, it sounds it, like something my mom would play. <laughs> I imagine it's kind of like that uh, that Sherlock Holmes game that came out you know, a while ago. Crime like and it's, Punishment? Uh, yeah, just like yeah. a smaller developer just uh, trying to find a niche to get into and to get uh-huh. everything else is taken, and they threw a dart at the wall and got Agatha Christie. Different strokes, know. man. Uh, no, that, does, this that, mean we'll get a, does this mean we'll get a Murder, She Wrote game, then? You know, I'm kind of surprised that hasn't I happened. I gotta be honest with you. I, I, I want to undress Angela Lansbury. <laughs> yeah, there you go. John, you'd play a Murder, yeah. She Wrote game? Hell yeah. I'd play a Different Strokes game. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> you said Different Strokes, and I said, no, it's coming out next month. And... Oh, I missed that. Wow, you made a joke. <laughs> you made really no, I set myself up for the fall. God damn it. I haven't even had that much beer. Uh, you should fix that. Um, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 on the PS4, the Xbox One, and the PC. Toki Tori 2 Plus on the PS4, Wonder Shot on the PS4, Swap Quest on the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> wonder Shot? What Wonder Shot? Oh, wow. That's it's terrible not, it's, naming. It's not the money shot, Goat. It's I know, Wonder but Shot. But it's still, is it, is it NA? 
I don't have ratings in front of me, so I don't really. Please know. be on the Wii, original Wii, so you have to use remote. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Uh, Jen, I'm going to exercise your creative talents here. Just based on the name of a game called Wondershot, what do you imagine it's about? Wondershot? Yes. Um, oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh. Yo, that's it. That's the tagline. That's that's the whole thing. <laughs> I, I, I believe I believe it's what happens when a Deadpool rubs a unicorn's horn. <laughs> Relevant and current. Well done. I would play that. Uh, replay VHS is not dead. This is the name of the game. It's coming out on the PS4. <laughs> it has my attention because I'm old. So it's safe to say it's a throwback. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, Ninja Senkai DX on the PS4 and the Vita. Uh, knock, not knock, is not a stutter on the Vita. Um, well, well, yeah. Uh, yes, of course. Um, <laughs> Hitman Go Definitive Edition on the PS4 and the Vita. They're and putting the PC. that out on PS4. Oh my God! Everybody on PS4, fucking buy that! I swear to God, it's really good. Yes, yes, yes. Does this it really is... need to be the Definitive Edition though? Well, they came up with like extra content after the fact, and so I imagine this is just all of the content. It's just, super yeah. good. They're yeah, doing that word good. around. Um, and The Walking Dead Michonne, Episode 1, is getting a release on PS3, PS4, Xbox One, and the Xbox 360, and the PC, although I imagine the Xbox versions are coming out on Wednesday, because that's how they do it. Well, that's not good, us. Yeah, it did, as a matter of fact. Uh, uh, Wednesday, February 24th, Disgaea is getting its PC release. And Friday, February 26th, Bit Trip Runner 2 on the PS4. Uh, Tiny Troopers Joint Ops on the Xbox One. Uh, oh. Master of Orion Early Access is uh, being available, made available on the PC. And then on Saturday, February 27th, yes, we're getting a game release on a Saturday. It is none other than Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow on the 3DS eShop. Right on. Woo! Already pre-ordered. I, I, which one? All, all of them. them. Seriously, all <laughs> of them? Yeah. It's 30 bucks. <laughs> but how, what's the plan there? Like, uh, are you going to play all of them? Yeah. What? He has to catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> um. Out of all out of all the people that I've met, Goat is actually pretty high on the on the on the Pokemon fandom scale. Um, yeah, I, I mean, aren't you tired of catching them all though? Because you're never gonna fucking catch them all because they keep making more. Well, there's only 756 of them to catch now. Oh my god! Um, are you guys looking forward to anything on this list? Hit me and go. <laughs> Uh, Far Cry Primal? Anybody? Anybody? Oh, I. Uh, oh I'm yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Losing my shit tonight. I'm not <laughs> yeah. on top of my shit. Far Cry Primal for sure. Far yep. Cry Arc Edition. Yeah, I like that. Uh, the the <laughs> the um like beta stuff for it. Uh, word on it has been pretty good so far. That it feels. Oh, I didn't know they had a beta. Is there a multiplayer? Uh, no, some closed stuff. Oh, um, okay. I I I don't know if there's multiplayer actually. Okay. Should be. It should be a co-op game. I want to be a saber tooth tiger then and chase you guys. Uh, I'm okay with that actually <laughs> huh. for some weird reason. Um, Jen, out of all the games on this list, are you looking forward to any of them? Um, I don't even have the systems that those would be played on. So that's a no, then. <laughs> that's a no. I mean, are there any Dreamcast games coming out? Um, uh, not as of... Not, <laughs> no, but not there this fucking week. should be, man. <laughs> the new ColecoVision's coming out soon. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, are there any games on this list that you would like to play were you to have the systems? I, 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 would, I would play the uh, Agatha Christie game. There you go. See? I would play that. <laughs> Already I found really, the video. I, the problem is sold. that I'm awful at video games. It doesn't. I'm just terrible. <laughs> I've killed Batman more times in Arkham Asylum that Joker calls me for tips. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's uh, well, you're in the right place. Um, it's true. We're all crap at video games too. Why are we even doing the show? <laughs> uh, because it's funny. It's a clever Yay. ruse. Yes. 
Um, okay, so, um, John, what have you been playing since the last time we talked about it? I have been playing uh, Metal Gear, but but we've had a breakthrough this week. I'm starting to burn out. Really? I'm starting to burn out on Metal Gear, yeah. How I'm far are you I'm sitting at about story? 40%. Okay. I am, uh, wow, fuck, how many missions am I now? 20, almost 30. Okay. Like 28 or something? But I never saw this, like, part two thing you were talking about. Then you're not about. there. But I'm like 38. Like are twenty eight missions or something twenty seven missions the, or something? the 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 whole part two thing happens in somewhere in the thirties oh okay yeah well i'm I'm more than halfway done with the story portion of the game now, based on what you were saying, not counting the replay stuff mm-hmm. um I've done a truckload of f o b invasions, which I really enjoy, but my God does it make me angry <laughs> it, they're so fucking hard if you yeah. go in for the more difficult ones. You have, like, I don't even know if stealthy is the right word. Like, they give you 30 minutes to infiltrate, and you have to spend, like, 15 of it just you like, tagging people to make sure you don't get caught. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, man. Yep. You have to really think about your equipment choices when you go in. It's really balanced. I, I applaud the team for doing that. Um, I'm enjoying it. I've kind of, it's funny, I spent the, so much of the beginning of the game doing uh, side ops, and I'm not really, I, like, I've stopped fucking with them because I'm so engaged by other things. Um,. Really enjoying some of the story missions. Some of them seem like filler, like they don't matter at all. And um, some yes. of them seem really important. Um, you know, I really like the one where he, uh, spoiler for anybody who hasn't played it, where he goes in there and he rescues, starts rescuing like child yes. soldiers. And yep, yep. Um, that one that I, for me it hasn't, hasn't confirmed, but I have a fucking eerily sneaking suspicion that I know who the little blonde kid is based mm. on his backstory. Um, okay. Uh, so it's kind of cool. Um, I played some Black Ops 3 multiplayer. I went back to the campaign about three weeks ago. I talked about that, and I was just like, this campaign is fucking trash. The story is interesting enough. The like futuristic stuff they put into it is interesting enough. But the campaign itself, like the dialogue and some of the audio mixing, is some of the worst I've heard in a, a big-budget game in a really? long time. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can find a couple of YouTube clips that are laughably bad, and I'll send them to you, and then maybe post them on the, the Gamerhead Radio Facebook page and Twitter or something, because they're, they're embarrassing. It's bad. It's like, like you got the first Rambo movie, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got, like, the third Rambo movie, right? And the, they're not the same thing. Like, one was kind of took itself seriously and was supposed to be kind of and then the third one was just like fucking cartoons and shit it was insane (laughs) man uh so this has that problem like they're not even trying with the dialogue anymore Um, okay it's crap i don't think i'm gonna finish it no the the campaign multiplayer's fun i'm glad i didn't pay for it right um dragon ball xenoverse i started playing dragon ball xenoverse how's that uh, really odd because anybody who's played, have you guys played either like any of the games in that Dragon no. Ball series? Okay, so the developer is a company named Dimps, D I M P S, and they've had the license for that series for over a decade. And every this version, is the company that's been making all the Dragon Ball games, pretty much. Yeah, okay. like they have the fucking lockdown on this license. It's weird because I haven't played. I played the first three, I think, or four that they put out. Didn't play them for like ten years. We land here, and everything that was in that first game is in this one. Like it, I knew how to play it immediately oh, with huh. a decade span between it because it's the same shit uh, with some added things. But essentially, it's an online version where you can play with friends. It's like an online fighting game. There's a lot of options and stuff in it, but it's a PlayStation 2 game on a PS4 and Xbox One engine. It's weird. It looks like shit. 
Uh, it doesn't animate very well, but it's fun. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, played some more Fire Emblem Awakening, and I've started playing Lara Croft Go. You're right. It is infuriatingly difficult. I very much enjoy it. The, the new oh, the, the added the levels. Content. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, extra one. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's all I had time to play. I have Assassin's Creed Syndicate in hand to get mm-hmm. back to it soon, but i got to finish Metal Gear first, man. I, I'm going to try and have Metal Gear done before next week. Okay. I think that's it. Fuck. Let's move on. Uh, you're missing one, but I'll get to that because it involves me. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, not counting that one because I got thoughts on that shit. Yep. I, I, yep. Uh, Goat, what have you played this last week? That was a late week. I, uh, <clears throat> I got sucked into this thing called um, Rocket League. Really bad. Jen, have you heard about Rocket League? I have never heard of that. No. Uh, Rocket League is soccer in cars. What? <laughs> Coach, please. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally soccer in cars. You have a giant ball, you're playing soccer. It is ridiculously addictive. It's ridiculously f- frustrating. Um, and I don't. I I just get on a whim. Everybody said it was great, and I'm like, cars. We can play this cool. And now, like, I'm pretty sure my neighbors' children have learned five or six new cuss words because of this game. <laughs> <laughs> like right now, my favorite thing is. Motherfucker, get back here! That's the the tagline I'm using. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's there's actually like an enormous amount of skill needed to play this game. Like it's all like it's not just hit the gas at the brakes and all that. It's all finesse. It's all like lining your car up and all this. And I'm like, oh shit, this like isn't just some like kids game. <laughs> if I remember correctly, wasn't Rocket League like initially almost put together as almost like a joke, and then like it took N- off? No, I mean it was a PC title, and right. it was if I remember right, it was a crowdfunded game. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, or maybe it was an early access game. I don't remember because it's been out. Like you're only just now hearing rumblings of Rocket League in the last year, maybe. Mm-hmm. But Rocket League's been out for I think almost two years oh, on wow. the PC, okay. and so it had know. a massive follow. Oh, a year and a half, maybe. It's been it's been out on the PC and everyone fucking was raving about it on Steam and so I never thought they'd bring it to consoles, consoles but it's picked up. The only thing that sucks about it though, uh, which Mr. Ricky Keller pointed out to me, the PlayStation Four and the PC are cross platform compatible, but it's not fucking it's not cross platform on the Xbox One. Not Xbox One to PC? Well, that makes zero sense. They're both Windows. I don't know. No, that's annoying. It's a bummer. Yep. Don't understand that. Anything else? Uh, and then I was turning around with a little bit more Lara Croft Go. Oh, oh, you're playing that? I'm playing what it. What do you think? Slowly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's good. It just I can only do like a puzzle or two at a time because I just I'm like okay we're we're yep. frying brain cells here. I, it's, I need those it's for later use. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else on your side? Go. No, that's it. What okay. do you got, Charlie? Um, something momentous has happened this last week, gentlemen. I completed two video games this last week. Wait. In the same week. In the same week. Did you start them this week? Uh, no, God, okay. no, are you kidding? <laughs> that's that's like three games in the last five weeks. What um, the fuck is going on with you? I, I, uh, 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 the stars are aligned correctly for this to happen. And you still had time to play with Alexa. That's weird. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. So, so uh, first of all, um, I finished um, the campaign of Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. Um, I finished John's copy. And, How did you um, feel about that? Um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, as much as I do any Call of Duty game, really. I mean, like I've said this before, Call of Duty single player games are basically, um, the, to me, they're the equivalent of Jerry Bruckheimer movies. Yeah, are they are big they dumb popcorn movies? Exactly. Game, games. Are they going to yeah. win any awards? No. no. Are they good games? Eh, no. Are they fun? Do you get to watch lots of stuff blow up and just yeah. see ridiculous stuff happen? <laughs> yes, absolutely. If you remember when I talked about this, though, when when. Uh, when I finished it uh, a little over a year ago, mm-hmm. we talked about it, and I think they meant well. 
I think that they they did modernize certain aspects of it. Sure. I really did enjoy Kevin Spacey in it, considering that's so it seems like so far outside of his like usual. Yeah. Um, but that campaign has some shit wrong with it. Like it just doesn't feel. It it feels like you could probably just dash from one point to another, and the only thing that would stop you from running from one end of the level to the other without even having to fire a shot is is that they make you clear out rooms of guys before you can proceed. It's just very oh. like like action set piece without any risk at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I see. I see what you mean. Um, I, I didn't notice what you're saying about being forced to clear out guys because I I just do that anyways. So yeah. I didn't notice that the game was making me do that just because yeah. that's that's how I normally proceed but um interesting social experiment for anybody who plays first person shooter campaigns mm-hmm. you can tell whether or not there was any actual quality put into the 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 actual campaign if they give you the option to run from one end if they give you like a checkpoint we got to get to that next area and then shit happens and then it usually triggers something in the environment that if you can run even on normal difficulty if you can run from one end to the other without having to fire a single shot it's a garbage ass fucking campaign, and yeah. they were lazy. That's fair. And that, by the way, that happens a lot in Black Ops Three. Like I, I got through a turret scene where I was on a turret in a vehicle with armies of fucking robots chasing me, and I realized it wasn't doing anything, and I stopped firing, and I literally sat the controller down and ate, and got through the entire scene until <laughs> it forced me to pick up a gun. It was like five minutes of not touching the controller. All these things were blowing up and happening. I'm supposed to be shooting, didn't fire a shot. All Crap. Right. Okay. Crap. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> no, that's that's fine. Um, but yeah, no, it um, it had it had some good ideas. It had some good thoughts. Um, I, I will agree that it ha- you know any game like this has its issues for sure. Um, but um, I did like a lot of like the twists that they put on things, like like you know just the future stuff, all the future tech stuff. Yeah. was was fun to play around with. But uh, but yeah, glad did, I played it. Glad I didn't pay for it. Did it did it um, give you a Halo feel? Because when I played it, it it felt felt like Haloy. I mean, in as much as like it's it's very like sci-fi, like yeah, you know, yeah. like especially at the end of the, I don't know how far you got, but especially at the end of the game when you're in one of those like big armor suits. I'm yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's cool. Um, no, I was it was a bus play, so I only got about halfway through it. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right, right. That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, but um, and then the other game that I finished was as a John and I mentioned it last week, um, but this. Uh, on the last episode, but this past week, John and I finished the campaign of Halo Five. That's correct, and it sucked. It was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. It was bad. So start- that was amazing. It was bad, dude. It was Just shit. Charlie, you know it's bad. Listeners of the show, you know it's bad. When Charlie goes, it sucked. You know what this broke my heart about it? It was. You know what broke my heart about it? It's exactly what you and I both said leading up to the release of that game that we hoped would not happen happened. Where mm-hmm. Hunt the Truth and all of the marketing behind the game was better than the game. Yep, yep. The game was disjointed and awkward and didn't make any sense. Nothing felt weighty. Nothing felt dangerous. Nothing felt risky. I don't even and know what And it was repetitive. That, yeah, it was super repetitive. And it just, it, I felt so unimportant playing this game. Yeah. Like, like when, when, like with the rest of the Halos and you're Master Chief and you're like saving the galaxy, it's like, I, you feel important. You feel as if like the missions that you're going through and the story that you're helping progress like has weight and has meaning and has purpose. Like when you're, when I'm playing the, 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 the Strike Team Bravo, whatever the hell it was, um, you know, the other guys like playing as Locke. Yeah. It's like, I'm just chasing after the important no, stuff. Like, I don't want to know what's is- happening with me. I want to know what's happening with the Chief. You end up feeling by the end of that game, because you do play as Chief for chunks of the game. Oh, yeah, sure. But yeah. You feel like Chief's barely in it. Yeah. And I think the impression I get, because think about uh, Halo Nightfall, the live action Ridley Mm -hmm. Scott produced TV show uh, that they did and that was online only. I get the impression that this game was their way of trying to 
pass the ball to Locke and company, I think they're trying to get away from Chief. Yeah. Because he's a faceless, like, can't take the helmet off, can't really do much with him because they, that's the way they built him kind of character. I think they're trying to get away from him. I think this is their way of doing it. Everything about this game, now that I've finished the campaign, the multiplayer, the single-player component, it's easily the worst Halo game. Yeah. It replaces Halo 2 to me as the worst Halo game in the series. I'll agree. And, the, I mean, the worst part about it is I just, I hate it when games end with just, like, that's it. To be, oh, my God. Like, the, the, the non-existent to be continued. It's just, like, it, had, it literally had a non-ending. Well, when it ended, like, Charlie and I were waiting for something else, yeah. and we were just like, that's it? Yep. This is how it ends. Yep. What is this? Yep, it was bad, man. It was it was literally like like you're watching a movie and, and somebody just stopped it between scenes halfway through. Like it's yeah. a, it's a yeah. complete and total yeah. non ending. It just goes just, to black suddenly yep. on and a line credits. that made no sense as an ending, and then yep. that's it. Not even an after credit scene or anything. Nothing. Yep. And I, uh, for me to say this next thing is a big thing for me. Halo has finally lost me. I will not be paying for the next entry in the series. Three yeah. four threes lost me. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, I um. I, uh, maybe we could go and have these or something yeah. like that. Or, yeah. <laughs> I'll check it out from the fucking library. There you go. <laughs> like a nerd. Um, get it at Titanfall price. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll wait till it's like 10 bucks. How much is Halo 5? I, I feel like Halo 5 should be like bargain bin pricing. Though. Nope. No, really? It's Halo. Well, it's a AAA yeah. fucking name. It's I a big guess. name. They're still charging full price for it. They'll run it as long as they can. Yep. Um, and then, so as I finished two games, I was then looking for something to uh, get into, and I decided, like, oh, right, I bought a PlayStation 4, I might as well touch the thing. And um, so I went back, <laughs> I played a little bit more of The Witness, um, I, I, I then screamed at The Witness, and then decided to go play a little bit more of, um, <laughs> <laughs> the game is so hard. Um, uh, I went back to, le- um, 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 I keep on wanting to say Left Behind, but it's not Left Behind, that's the, that, that's the expansion pack, um. The, the 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 zombie PlayStation Four uh, Naughty Dog game. Um, oh, you know, uh, uh, Last of Us. Last of Us. Last yeah. of Us. <laughs> yes, I, I, every time. Um, yes, yeah, so went back to and played some Last of Us, and um, uh, yeah. So I'm that that now is going to be my game. I'm going to work on getting through that, um, just because I'm way behind the ball on this one. And um, but yeah, no. It's, I can't uh, wait to hear what you think of this one. Yeah, because I've got a lot of thoughts about that game. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I remember I asked you before about the Left Behind expansion. I mm-hmm. asked, like, were, should I... Yeah, because I guess it's like... I didn't know if it was like a prequel or a side story. Technically, but it's a prequel, I think. I noticed yeah. in the menu of the game, because I have the remastered edition on the PlayStation 4, that it says that you should play the main game first yeah. and then play Left Behind. So uh, that's, that's what I'm going to do. But um, uh, I, I tried a couple of the other various free PlayStation Network titles that, that I've acquired over the years, um, like uh, The Unfinished Swan. I checked that one out. Um that's a weird one, isn't it? It is a weird one, yeah. <laughs> like it took me a while to figure out even what to do yeah. at the beginning of it. Um but so that's, yeah. the one, that's the one where it's like drop it's just you're throwing paint. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You are just in a complete yeah. white space. Yeah, they just drop you in there like, there you go. And you're like, What? Yep. <laughs> yep. And then you have to throw paint to like Get to the texture level. and yeah, to find the that. walls yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's, it's fucking it's, weird. It is interesting, <laughs> but it is very weird. Um but that's that's been about it. So um so Jen, since this is your first time on the show, um yeah. you can uh, you can talk about any games that you've been playing recently, like I say, uh, like mobile games, card games, board games, just any any sort of game that you've been playing recently that has intrigued you or enraged you, except save the bulk of your Lego conversation for later. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. The, because of my, I mean, right now my schedule's been pretty busy working on a couple different comics, so I haven't really had a chance to play too many games. I played Lego Dimensions a couple a couple days ago because I got the, um, the little uh, Scooby-Doo pack. Mm. So I could play that. So I did that, and then I tried 
to um, play a version of Mega Man on my phone called Rocket Bot. <laughs> okay. And, and that was awful because <laughs> it's like a Nintendo controller on your phone, but you have to use your fingers and yep. just Rocket Bot kept dying every five seconds. Again, totally I just Rocket kill Bot's everyone fault. in games. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? I hard playing like side-scrolling games. Yeah, we've we've talked about the, uh, the 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 constant inadequacy of touchscreen controls. Oh, it's bad. Several times, yeah. and uh, it was yeah. terrible. Yeah. And then I was trying to because I read somewhere that The Rock is going to be in a movie based on that old game Rampage. What? Like, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a real not, thing. That is not a joke. It should yeah. be a punchline, yep. but so it's not. I was trying to find that game because I was like, oh, I haven't played that in like forever but i don't know if that's any i don't know if i can download that on a playstation store or what like you're looking for the original rampage yeah the original rampage mm. that's all i know um yeah i have no idea if that's available anywhere on mobile platforms i feel like somebody should have remade it for android or something at, at this point yeah. but uh it's probably called something else yeah just it's you know just a spiritual remake super uh, rampage just, or yeah, whatever yeah. rampage xl or yeah insert extra letter so, yeah something like that um and then i played um then i played the ducktales remastered game on playstation I that was really good actually. it was really good it was really fun it was a really fun game okay. i was like i'd never beat this when i was little and now i can because I got smarter. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm just drinking more and I actually died a lot. Uh, or both. As long um, as you had fun. Yeah. Huh? Um, you know, I remember being so excited for that DuckTales game like when it was originally announced. Like I was super, super excited and I've yet to play it. I just haven't. Really? The remaster? I yeah, went yeah, through yeah. it when yeah. it came out yeah. and it was one of those weird things. I'm like, I can't remember where I live or my address or my phone number or anything important like that. But all these secrets are just like autopilot. Oh, yep. <laughs> that game holds a special place in my heart, the original one, because it's the only game I ever played as a kid that I was able to to finish quick. I My personal record on the game is 12 minutes. I finished the game in 12 minutes when you, I was a kid. I'm sorry, you finished the entire game in 12, 12 minutes? 12 minutes yeah, when I was a kid. Long. I don't know if that's any sort of a record. You I just, just felt good about it. that as you don't a kid. Kill anybody. It no, it's fast. It's a fast little game. Trust me, that's not a good number. Oh, well. I just felt good about it because everything else I died and sucked at. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> Good job, John. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Been and waiting it, my entire life, like decades, for you to tell me that, Charlie. <laughs> Thank you. Now I'm uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> uh, Jen, anything else on your side? Uh, that's it. That's all. I, I mean, honestly, I don't. Sadly, I don't get the time to play as many games as I used to. Trust me, I understand. And see, the re- end result is is she's doing productive <laughs> things like writing for ID or drawing for IDW, and we're sitting here. Yes, I don't know if being a comic book artist is considered productive. <laughs> <laughs> time consuming. Um, yes, um, it's, it's it's just we don't want to go to a real job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tr- trust me, I can definitely relate on that. Don't the, blame you. The, the fact that I managed to play three games this week is 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 is, is impressive, right? Yeah. That you finished. Three in the last six weeks, two months. Yep. The last six months is amazing. Yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> mm. and they're relevant. You're, you're actually like in the, the in the circle. In the and you're, behind, you're behind. Bonus points considering that one of those was Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, well, yeah. really. Um, yes. Uh, so, Jen, just uh, out of curiosity, are, are there any particular games um, just from your history of, of playing games ever that that stand in your mind as being ones that you particularly enjoyed? Just to give us a sense of what your background is. I love the Darkstalker games. Oh, nice. All those games those are so are my, good. Those are my games. I liked fighting games growing up. That's okay. what I play a lot. Like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. Darkstalkers, though, like Marvel vs. Capcom. All I good played, games. 
Such classics. Good stuff. Mainly because any time I can beat the crap out of Marvel characters makes me happy. <laughs> oh, I, this is the second time. I think once before we started recording, you mentioned your disdain for Marvel. Where does I that have, come from? I have, I have quite a, My disdain is because I believe that ever since they've started making billion-dollar movies, they no longer care about their comics. Uh, I'll agree with you on that yeah. because I was a Marvel fan as a kid growing up. I, I mean, I was both sides as a kid, um, but I probably, I mean, as a 10, 12, 15 year old, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. And it's very different now than it was then. Yeah, they're not yeah. the house of ideas anymore. No. They're the house of we ran out of ideas, so let's just redo everything we did five years ago. Yeah. See, I never thought about that before. So, yeah. so, so you guys believe that when they, that they started putting a lot, all their energy and muscle and everything into the movies, because that's like their cash cow. When they well, don't care what about they the do now anymore. is whatever they do in the movies, they just kind of start heading in that direction in the comics. You know yes. what I mean? Like, like they, they replaced the original Nick Fury with the actual Sam L. Jackson, who was mm-hmm. more in the ultimate universe yes okay he put him in the regular marvel universe which was earth 616 although now it's not because they rebooted their i don't know it's marvel they suck yeah <laughs> it's it's not good you know i mean I, it's not good yeah. it's not they you know they kill characters off and then three months later they're back because oh they've got a movie coming out it's a lot of really ridiculous things going on in marvel I mean, not, D- that, not that dc doesn't make a lot of dumb mistakes too but yeah, but the the upside to being a DC fan, this is a whole other podcast. <laughs> the being the upside upside to being a DC fan is is that DC's DC's movies are not driving the books. The books still drive no. the movies, whereas Marvel's movies are driving the books now. And that's I'm fine with Marvel's movies because for the most part they're they're fairly faithful adaptations of at least the spirit of most of those characters. I'm not even going to say the story, but the Letting the movies drive the books is probably the worst thing that's ever happened to their comic line. Yeah. I'm of the opinion yes. myself. And luckily, with Zack Snyder in charge, we never have to worry about DC movies being big. <laughs> probably not. Look, I have. I'm hopeful, but I'm, I'll say, well, I've said it and I'll I'm say hopeful, it again. But he is all style, no substance, and that's what bothers me about it. Yes. That's what I mean, at least me. Wonder Woman looks good. Yeah, it does actually. She, she really looks good. dead on and. Apparently by the end of the movie we get everybody. We get we see Flash, Green Lantern, everyone. Oh, well, bring it. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, now that you know we've been doing the last week in video gaming, let's see what the industry has been doing the last week in video gaming. All right, kicking things off at a very ridiculous number five this week. Iranian state TV accidentally airs Medal of Honor footage. <laughs> like a stock footage for like a war? Yes. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. Iranian state TV has broadcast footage it claimed was a Hezbollah sniper shooting six ISIS soldiers. I did it while Charlie was taking a drink and he's about to spit his beer all over his mic. Oh, recovered. I'm good. Go ahead. Uh, Footage it claimed was a Hezbollah sniper shooting six ISIS soldiers in just two minutes. The video is actually footage of someone playing EA's 2010 shooter Medal of Honor. Several TV networks in Iran and Saudi Arabia picked up the video, uh, as Gizmodo originally reports. The clip is currently being passed around online under the guise of gory battlefield footage. (laughs) It's unclear where the video was originally uploaded, but... um, 
the original article for this was published by Eurogamer, and then the gentleman who uh, who wrote this particular article's name is Tom Phillips. Tom says at the end of the article, to be fair to Iranian state TV, not a sentence you type very often. Uh, UK broadcasters have made similar mistakes in the past. Uh, ITV memorably, mm-hmm. memorably mislabeled Arma 2 footage's video of a 1988 IRA terrorist yep. attack. It apologized and blamed the incident on, quote, an unfortunate case of human error. <laughs> It's so stupid. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like um, I feel like the the, the the positive the positive note that we can take away from stories like this is that um, this is just a testament to how realistic video games are getting and just the quality of. I mean, like the people who are behind the graphics on this game should feel really good about themselves right now because they made their game look so good. Somebody else thought it was real. <laughs> but Medal of Honor twenty uh, ten. Uh, what was it? Fucking Advanced War? No, it wasn't fucking. I'm thinking of fucking uh, Call, Call of Duty. Duty. But no, uh, that last Medal of Honor game was fucking garbage. It was, <laughs> it was shit, and it didn't even look good. It oh, was, I didn't think about that. That's yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This they're is like twenty ten. Yeah, yeah. This ah, is like a six year old game. You gotta remember though that. And this just happened. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't think they have HD TV over there yet, so they won't know. Well, well. Dude. Uh, I, I read that and it slayed me dead. I couldn't stop laughing. And my wife looked at me and she's like, Are you okay? And I was just like, I'll never be the same. Again. So, to be fair, in Iran, they think Pitfall is actually Indiana Jones. <laughs> well, I could see where they would make the comparison, you know. Jen, I want you to put yourselves in the shoes of a, of a, of a creative type person in this in this scenario. So let, let, let's say we'll, we'll use your your craft. Let's say that you that you drew a comic, and okay. that um, and that somebody took that a panel from that comic and put it up as a photograph of something that they thought was real. Now, how do you, how do you feel about that? How would that make you feel? Considering I draw Pretty Little Ponies, that people are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent answer. If someone's literally going, oh my god, that pink pony is breaking the fourth wall, it's real, (laughs) then they're idiots. That is the response I was looking for, thank you. Yes, that's that's how I would feel. I just, I keep waiting for somebody in American media to do that. I can't believe it hasn't happened yet. I want it to happen I'm so sure it, it must have. Some little, like, little podunk news station. Some, someone, somebody must have done it. it, has it, it has, hasn't everything Trump say pretty much that way? Well, the, it's, um, it's comical, yes. Borderline, yeah. We're on the way. <laughs> his, 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 his toupee physics are amazing. <laughs> Uh, I, I believe that's Source Engine too. <laughs> He's on Unreal. Yeah, yeah. No, that's Lumberyard. There you go. Oh my God, we've we've gone. That's meta, meta, meta. We've gone like three levels below uh, Nerdception. It's not good. That's fair. Um, so I'm gonna give us an easy out. And move on to number four with some more ridiculous shit. Sony president challenges Square Enix boss to a battle. What? Go on. Wow, do you think it can get any worse? To be more specific in Black Ops 3. A bitter rivalry is broken out in Japan as SCEJ president Atsushi Morita, pardon, has challenged Square Enix CEO Yosuke Matsuda to a duel in Call of Duty Black Ops 3. In the video game, uh, in, in a video that's embedded on the original story that you can check out when we publish the uh, the, the episode this week, uh, Morita-san confidently calls out his counterpart and recommends a battle. 
Uh, a reenactment of a heated conversation between the executives then plays out with lookalike actors playing businessmen, which is it sounds insane and like maybe like drug fueled. I don't know, but it was, sounds pretty funny. Uh, the upshot is that the two gaming bosses will battle each other live on Nico Nico uh, on the 26th of February at 9 p.m. and that's Japan time. Um, there's more than just pride on the line too. As Square Enix used to publish Call of Duty in the East before Sony took over with Black Ops Three. Um, Who's your fight on? Who, who, who do you guys think is going to win this fight? You think it's going to be the president of Sony, or are you going to think it's uh, the head of Square Enix is going to take this fight in Call of Duty Black Ops 3? Well, I'd have to say the guy from Square Enix has a, a disadvantage because it's not turn-based. <laughs> <laughs> Another meta joke. Well done. <laughs> um, I, I would say that, um, that the gentleman from Sony has an advantage because I'm sure he has phenomenal insurance and therefore has less to lose and will probably uh, compete more heartily. Uh, Jen, just out of curiosity, are you aware of what's the company of Sony, what their primary source of income is? Uh, porn? <laughs> uh, c- close. Um, they are an insurance company in Japan. What? What? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Same so, people who made Amazing Spider-Man? Um, yes. Yeah. Y- yes. They insured it, too. <laughs> yeah. Should Poorly. never um, have had their dirty hands on Amazing okay. Spider-Man. Yep. L- little known facts. That's interesting. Uh, Sony, uh, Sony is, uh, like, their, their, their video game and their console sales and electronic sales don't, do not make them anywhere near as much money as their insurance premiums do for the, uh, the people that they offer insurance for. It's a thing. <clears throat> but uh, uh, yes, um, so yes, that that's that's my answer. Ah. <laughs> um, well, you know what? Like they said, it's going to be airing on the twenty sixth. So uh, I kind of feel like we should watch this mm-hmm. um, and maybe uh, maybe live stream some commentary. Um, so assuming this- nine p.m. Uh, in Japan isn't like you know, that's I'm not sure what the time differential Thursday is. Thursday sometime. Yeah, yeah. Nine p.m. Japan is like I want to say it's like. It's like a eleven a.m. hour time difference. I for, yeah, it's 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 it's. I forget if it's a couple if it's before or after the twelve. After, yeah, is it after? So be they're like after eleven. Us. Be like eleven yeah. ish here. Yeah, yeah, they're okay. after us. Oh man, I would love to live stream some commentary on that. You know, while I watch these two titans of industry play uh, Call of Duty. Uh, Clown Shoes Three or whatever the fuck it is. Jen, if you had to guess between the president of Sony versus the president of Square Enix, um, you know the uh, the makers of. Final Fantasy and other games like that, uh, battling it out in Black Ops Three or maybe just regular fist fight. Uh, who do you think would win? If it's a fist fight, I'm going with Square Enix guy. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. That's true. Okay. Because <laughs> you know damn good well he's going to bring a Buster Sword to the party and someone's getting stabbed. All right, moving on to number three this week. So uh, in a fucking turn of great news, it sounds like Assassin's Creed won't come out every year anymore so we talked a couple months back about how um you know after after the disappointing show for assassin's creed syndicate um and and the heaps of shame that unity uh put upon the company that they were not going to do an installment this year they're skipping 2015 or 2016 for an installment assassin's creed to which everybody who does still like that series went yay but now uh they're saying they're just they're not going to annualize it at all anymore they're actually because not on top of the fact that Unity didn't do was was an embarrassment and Syndicate didn't sell well. The sort of arcadey side-scrolling titles that they put out, um, Assassin's Creed China, Assassin's Creed uh, India, and Assassin's Creed Russia, have not only not sold incredibly well. The first one sold well. The other two not nearly as well because the that reviews first of one for was all of them have been mediocre. Very mediocre. I mean, yeah. like not not bad. Just like 
Meh. Exactly what a seven should be on a one to ten <laughs> yeah. scale. Like, ah, yeah, I got nothing else to play. It's February. So, um, having, but with that, like, it's just not done well. So they've decided to no longer annualize the series. Thank God. Um, essentially, uh, what, what this article tells us, though, is, is that they're not uninterested in continuing to analy- annualize the serial. I almost said analyze the serial. <laughs> I almost said analyze the serial. No, don't put a marker on that, you Charlie. You I keep that, that in the show. Wait, what was that, Jen? How did he know I do that? Um, <laughs> That's true. I, I, I don't know. How did you know she did Because you draw comic Tricks. books. That's how I know. <laughs> Isn't that the right of passage for comic book artists? That's yeah, true. I, that's I, you I, I, analyze the I serial. put that in front of number 16. That's, that's <clears> is, uh, is that the job interview at IDW? You have to analyze the serial before they let you draw panels? <laughs> I don't think she can answer that question. No, no. <laughs> she's employed sure, by these folks. Sure, just slide a bowl of frosted flakes. I, I do like my job. I'm not getting fired. No, 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 no. no I, I don't, I don't want that for you. It's the fucking full size shredded wheat. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> good just, God, just slide it over, look at you, and go. You know what to do. You yeah. know what to do. <laughs> um, no, so the the they are interested in continuing to annualize the series. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing at me, Charlie. I can't. I'm sorry. Um, well, they did analyze Unity. Good God, they did analyze Unity. Um, but they, they said it's going to depend on whether or not they can get the series back to form before they decide to continue to, um, you know, beat the shit out of it financially. So <laughs> <laughs> for now, they're going to leave it where it's at, uh, which uh, is good for us. Good. Fans. Yes, please. Thank you. I yes. mean, it's, you know... It's like I, I, I take anything like this, anything that where you've got like something where it has like you know, multiple sequels and it's something that people are used to coming out every so often. Um, so, 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 Jen, have you have you had a chance to play any or are you familiar with the, the Assassin's Creed games at all? I've seen people play them. I've never played them myself. Okay. Um, the, the, the general consensus seems to be, John, correct me if you disagree with this, um, that they, that they started off you know, with the very first one, they were okay, and then they got very, very, very good throughout the arc of Assassin's Creed 2 and the related sequels. And then when, kind of when you hit, started to hit Assassin's Creed 3 and then the games that came after that, they were intentionally coming out with one every single year, every single holiday season. They were coming out with a sequel, and the quality of the games just continuously seemed to drop and get worse and worse and worse and worse. And the, the, uh, you know, the agreement seems to be among the fandom that they were just they were pumping them out too quick. They weren't taking the time yeah. to like, put thought and care and love into these things, and they were just like, cranking them out, just like you know, just, you're just doing the money machine thing. They were going from like two and a half to sometimes three-year development cycles yeah. to they were pumping one out every November yep. to make sure it was out in time for holiday release. Now, while video games are much different than comic book work, as a as an artist yourself, you can attest to the fact that in order to create something uh, of quality, sometimes you you can't be rushed. Now, you have to work under no, deadlines. No, you can't. Well, I mean, you, you have know? a. I mean, you have a deadline, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, if you're going to be put, if, maybe like trying. It's like when they do like a weekly comic. Like mm-hmm. when DC did a weekly comic, you can tell how rushed that has to be because yeah. you've got four or five artists that have to pencil that whole book. Mm-hmm. And because of that deadline, yeah, the art is shittier than, let's say, if Ed Bennis was doing a monthly comic himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, if you're going to be pushing out a game, which obviously takes a lot longer to do than a comic, if you're doing that every year, yeah, I'm sure the quality of that is probably pretty crappy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and it showed in people who followed that series. I mean, a lot of people don't think about it because Assassin's Creed's only been out since 2007. It's not even like it's 
Is it really that new? Yes. The very first one the was only 2007? The very first one came out in 2007. Wow. It feels like longer yeah. because they've been punching so you in the face them. with yeah. them. You know what I mean? Like, yep. uh, but, but I hope that they, they return to form because as everybody who listens to the show knows, I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. I've stuck with it even to now. Yep. Um, but Syndicate, the same way I just said, fucking Halo, I'm not buying it anymore. I didn't buy Syndicate on purpose. And I would like to get back to enjoying that series regularly, but I'm a man of principle. You know, I've, you know, I've, I started playing Black Flag months ago. Maybe I fucking year. loved Black Flag. It was, to me, the last truly good game in that series. Yeah. It was the last meaningful game in that series. And with, you know, I started playing that, like, a while ago, and I liked what I played, but I just, what comes after it? I'm just so not looking forward to playing that I just, I haven't gone back let me, to Black let me, Flag Let me tell all. you something. Play Black Flag, okay. because it is a genuinely good game. Don't worry about whatever comes after it. Yep. Play Black Flag, because it's an actual, well-crafted, well-thought-out game that has probably the most broad reach of any of the games in that series in terms of its breadth. And play Rogue. Don't play Unity. Play Rogue. Play the Rogue. forgotten okay. fucking Assassin's Creed yeah, game, yeah. because that one borrows things from Assassin's Creed 4, but does them in a thoughtful way. The story for that one was actually a lot of fun. And the... Uh, you have to bust out the 360 to play Rogue. I, I will, unless that's yeah. unless that's backwards compatible. I'm not sure. Well, maybe, but um, I think they did an HD release of Rogue, didn't they? I'm no, not, it was only no. on last gen. It, it was only released. Wait on the for 360. it. I'm sure it won't be long. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Um, I will. I will definitely consider that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just waiting for Assassin's Creed Kart Racer so I can finally enter the series. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Kart Racer. Yikes! Jesus. <laughs> the world is not ready. <laughs> All right, moving on to number two this week. Uh, we talked a few weeks back about how um, Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima were going to be uh, at an awards ceremony together where uh, Hideo Kojima was going to be honored for um, life, man, for winning at life. Uh, that <laughs> happened uh, at DICE um, where they talked a lot about not only uh, what Kojima's been up to. Uh, they didn't really talk much about what happened to Konami, but Kojima had a lot of really cool things to say saying he feels more free than he's ever felt uh, in his career now that he's free of Konami. And then they did discuss uh, a, quote, edgy new game that he's working on. Um, and then th- th- this interesting thing happened while they were there where they kept talking, Guillermo del Toro and, and Kojima kept talking as if they're collaborating, as if they're working together. And we talked about this, I think, just last week, where we're, we're all hoping, like, yes, do it, do it, but we're not sure that they're going to because Guillermo del Toro says he's never going to work in video games again after the last two uh, forcefully failed attempts. But I think I think Kojima is going to talk him into it because his response uh, to working with Hideo Kojima was, I will do whatever Hideo Kojima asks me to working on these games. And he said anything. 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 Do you know why? Because Hideo Kojima might be one of the last, like, five true, like, video game developers Auteurs. on this planet. Auteur. Yeah. You know, um, for the sake of sounding hipsterish, auteur as fuck. No, like, he, he has earned that title. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. a genius, man. And a lot of people are anticipating, that because there are, of course, photos from this last week when they were at DICE of pictures of Hideo Kojima and fucking Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead together, and a lot of people are anticipating what they're going to do is take a lot of the ideas and concepts that they had from the Silent Hills game that for that was... I'm not even going to say canceled. It was ransomed and then slaughtered 
uh, by Konami, uh, a mm-hmm. lot of people are saying they're just going to take their cast member and a lot of their scary ass ideas and just put it into a brand new fucking horror game that embarrasses whatever Silent Hill game they're going to try and put out after PT and Silent Hills. And it's going to be called Quiet Mountains. Good. <laughs> yes. Yes. I yes. still say TP. Yes. Okay. TP? Because yeah. it's going to make you shit yourself. Yeah, you're going to need... It's going to be TP in like this bloody script, and it says, because you need it. No! <laughs> bloody and TP! Go, like, Jesus! Yeah. And it's going to come out on uh, VR. Oh. Oh, my God. I... There's not enough time during the news for me to talk about what I think of a fucking Hideo Kojima, Guillermo del Toro, scary game in VR. Yes, there is. Depends. Stock goes up twice. <laughs> I thought yeah. you actually meant like it depends on something. No, you actually meant no, the adult no, like diapers. The, yeah, yeah, the adult okay. diapers will take the the Wall Street Wall Street Diet storm. Jen, did you play? Any, uh, so first of all, where do you sit on like horror games and horror movies? Um, well, I, I've I've tried to play Silent Hill. It scared me to death. Okay. Mm. Uh, played like the Resident Evil games. Those scare. Me. I'm I get I'm very I can't horror. I love horror, but I'm scared to death of it. That's fair. Right on. That's fair. My God, I, PT I, I, I have terrifying. seen the Silent Hill movie. What did you think of that? That I don't know because I I guess maybe I should have played the games more. Maybe I would have understood it a little bit better. I don't know if it they really coincided at all. I don't know if it's like the Resident Evil movies where they're not anything. Yeah. Games. I I did not hate the first Silent Hill movie. It was not fantastic, but yeah. I I did not hate it. The second um, one was short and kind of yeah. I haven't sloppy. I, I haven't watched the second one yet, mm. but um yeah the first one I did I did the first movie I did not mind so much. Uh, and coming in at number one this week, the HTC Vive VR headset will cost 799 shekels. <sighs> Fuck! Which is 200 more than the Which previous. is the death knell of this unit. Well, Charlie's going to play devil's advocate. I knew you I, would, I, which I, is I, why I started it that way. Okay, so continue and we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> Price for the HTC Vive, the virtual reality headset collaboration between HTC and Valve. Uh, in advance of its original release, it was leaked that it's going to be a $799 unit. Mm-hmm. Um, so HTC Vive ships with two controllers, one for each hand, and two base stations to track the user's movements in the room. The package will be bundled with two games, Job Simulator, which is not a good thing to put into a fucking... Like, <laughs> if I wanted to play my fucking job, I'd go to work. And Fantastic Contraption. Pre-orders for the HTC Vive begin on February 29th, which by the time this episode airs is going to be like mm, right around the corner, mm-hmm. uh, with the first shipments arriving in April. So this thing is going to be out like, uh, like right on the heels of the fucking Oculus Rift. Yeah. Like a month difference, uh, HTC Vive is going to be available too. After going on pre-order uh, sale in early January, we talked about that. It's going to be $599. So you're talking about um, a $200 price difference, but... You get something more for your two hundred bucks. Yes. Um, two games, which, if we want to be fair on the PC, will retail for forty nine ninety nine in most cases, or fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, and then two controllers, one for each hand. Which one would assume you're not going to sell one at a time? So if you're selling two, is if we're breaking that down on an approximate scale of of retail value, the average game is. 60 bucks mm-hmm. plus tax. So six in Illinois at least, the average game right now costs 6509 where we're at in Illinois. Um, so you're talking about $120 right there, which leaves the controllers at approximately an $80 price value plus tax, which is probably another 12 bucks or something like that. So you're talking about that $200 price difference kind of gets absorbed. 
Well, but you're... If, unless I'm wrong, and then the room sensors as well. Well, so 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 that's the thing that that's worth talking about. With the, I mean, as far as the other thing that you mentioned, uh, you know, the the Oculus does come with two games of its own, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the Eve game, and then some other game that I don't remember right now, and then also I believe does come with an Xbox One controller. So um, so so a lot of a lot of that does kind of balance out, mm-hmm. but it's the room scanning tech that that I think makes a big difference. So Jen, have you gotten the chance to tr- chance to try any uh, virtual reality headsets of any kind? Um, no, I've seen My Little Ties at the My Little Pony conventions. Oh, sure. He has some kind of one. I, I kept, he keeps wanting me to do it, and then I unfortunately have never gotten a chance to go to his table and try it. Yes, the, so, uh, the unit that Ewer has is, it's, it's the Oculus Rift, and that's the one that we're talking about is coming out uh, in March, I believe, is when it's shipping. Into this next month, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's going to be $599, and then this new one by HTC uh, is going to be $799. The, the big, so there's two big differences here. One is a marketing thing and one is a technology thing. The marketing thing, as we talked about before, is the fact that it has Steam VR on the side of the box. It has the marketing muscle of Steam and Valve behind this unit. And I think, I think that counts for a lot. You know, whether or not that's going to impact reviews and the quality of the product and the quality of everything you end up with is a whole other conversation. But as far as this product being successful, I think it makes a big difference. The other thing is the fact that you are expected... Um, in, in a lot of these games to actually get up and stand around and walk around your room with, uh, with this headset on. It's meant to be used in a actual physical space where you walk around and, and peer over the side of the, you know, the deck and the, you know, things like that. Um, you know, you know, a lot of people then might come back and say like, what, I have to dedicate an entire room in my house to playing like virtual reality games. And, and you don't have to, but it is, it is designed to be able to, which makes a big difference to me as far as immersion, as far as, your experience in the game, the fact that you're, that you are, you know, it's, you know, the, the, the constant thing that I'm, that I'm struggling with when I play, you know, even just gear VR games is the fact that like, you know, I can't, you know, I can, I can rotate my head and I can move it around and I can like tilt my head. But if I want to like move the angle of my head and like peer around a corner, I can't do it because it doesn't have any position orienting tech. And I yeah. think that that's going to make a huge difference. It will. But the, the thing, I mean, are you, are you banking on that? Do you think that what they're supplying with two-hand controllers um, and the, the room tech, do you think that's going to be able to trump the brand name attached to Oculus right now? Because this is, this is Blu-ray versus HD DVD, and one of them is going to be one or the sure. other coming up here. So I think what we're missing here, though, is the fact that like, Steambox is still coming out, mm-hmm. and this is going to work with a Steambox. So technically, sure. you can have a virtual reality console for what, like fifteen hundred bucks? Well, mm. with the box and the. I'm sure we'll be talking about the fucking yeah, steam machines saying, here coming up again yeah. soon. But I'm saying or they we have won't that going. ever again. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. They have that going for them. Yeah, because it's like oh, virtual reality by the box, by the head, by the ding. I'm, I'm you know, I'm on my way. See, I think people that are in, uh, that are in our circle that are like gamers and technology nerds and like first and early adopters that are paying attention to this stuff know the name Oculus. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. I think that in the grand scheme of things. There are ten times as many people that know the name Steam and exactly. Valve that yeah. know the name Oculus. I mean, that's that's the battle. It's it's the it's the installed brand recognition versus sure. the installed user base of Steam, which is not small. Like it's Steam's yeah. got a massive user I just base, think I'm and you know you're going to see an ad for this thing every time you open up Steam for the next yeah. year oh, and yeah. a half. Yep. I just think so, in, yeah. the, in the long run that the the Steam box and the whole plug and play idea they have is going to beat it out because people will be like. Oh, this I get this for this. Like they much like they do for consoles. Right. Plug it into my TV. I, I I game done. 
So, so Jen, I know that you've said that you've you've haven't gotten to try virtual reality tech at all. But based on your experience, kind of like from the outside perspective, I'm actually curious to know it, what do you think about virtual reality in, in in like a gaming and practical use aspect? I think honestly, it would be really cool to do because it's like you were saying, you're more immersed into the game. It's like you're actually. I mean, when you're playing with a controller, I mean, it's your hands and you're playing it, but, like, the idea that you're actually in the game, sort of, seems more fun. But, like, how does that work, like, if you have to punch and kick? Would I have to, like, punch with my actual hand to make the game fight? Well, that's that's the Great White Hope, isn't it? But, uh, that is the Great White yeah. Hope. And it will probably, presumably, be there with the hand controllers that are being developed for both the Oculus and presumably, maybe, possibly, because I don't know shit about the ones for the Vive that we just talked about that are going to be in the Vive. Um, let me put it to you like this. I feel like uh, what we on Gamerhead Radio have been able to play and what you will presumably at some point, uh, Jen, be able to play um, in the now is the infancy of what we'll all be playing in a decade, yeah. what we'll all be fucking with in a decade. And what it is now and what it is then will be two different things. But So I can say sincerely with what I know now, if what we have seen now is the tip of the iceberg, um, what we're going to get later is going to be... I mean, something we can't fathom right now. Um, I, I mean, it might ruin society. We'll see. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> so, you know, either way, yeah. um, I don't think that what they're asking is an unfair price point in general. But in in a fairly shaky economy right now, Oculus is already asking a lot on the surface level. You know, for just the basic get-go yeah. on the package. What HTC is asking for sounds like a better product, but are people going to be willing to shell out the extra $200? I mean, to me, it's the Mercedes versus Honda conversation. It's yeah. like, sure, it's like, you know, it's, you know, any luxury car brand, whether it's Mercedes or, you know, Audi or anybody else, goes looking at me crazy. I know I'm probably making horrible car thing noises with my mouth right no. now, but. He's breathing really heavy. I think he's about <laughs> just, to have a stroke. Just the fact that, like, he's just the fact that like, $200, Charlie's like, it's a Mercedes or a Honda. $60,000 well, or $20,000. Let's, let's scale it back to fucking video game, you know, fucking Jesus. land here. No, but I mean, to be fair, I've, I've joked around about it on the show a lot. I've been the test pilot for a lot of fucking cool, like, I have purchased Steel Battalion upon release. I have, like, every peripheral for every fucking game system for the last, like, 15 years. Um, I don't have any sense of buyer's remorse, so I've been the, the Mercedes Audi guy of, of gaming. And I can tell you this, as a father now, I don't have the fucking money anymore. Yeah. He's <laughs> looking at the Hondas going, I wish. I'm a, I'm right. a fucking, like, I'm, I'm a fucking, like... Mercury Mystique guy now. I'm a fucking, like, I'm a Pinto, man. That's where I'm at. I know what car you drive. I'm aware. Um, Disintegrating. But, yeah. Three wheels and a, and a steering wheel and, like, two and a half brakes. Lucky I got three wheels. <laughs> uh, Jen, I have to ask, have you ever heard of the game Steel Battalion? No, I've never heard of that. So this isn't... We're not going to talk about the Xbox 360 bastardization yes um but uh the original steel battalion was a game that came out on the original xbox way back when and this is a game that john when it came out cost how much um what i paid for it retail at the time of its release was 212 dollars and 36 cents and the reason and the reason jen that this game cost so much is because not only did you get a game with it but you actually got a giant controller that you had to like sit on like a table like it was probably like what like three feet wide two and a half uh, two and a half feet I, wide was, uh, 
I'd say it's about three feet. How wide. many buttons were on this thing? Uh, I I don't remember what the exact number was now. It's like it was like or seven. Yeah, right? it was. Uh, well, it was like one, two, three, twelve. Probably closer to like forty-five or fifty working Four- buttons on it, okay. and then a separate thing you plugged into the back of it that was three foot rudders on the floor. <laughs> Like 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 you'd see with like a racing steering wheel, you know right? What I mean? Right. Like the it was it was a, it was like a battle mech game, Jen. It was like you know, where you're oh, where you're piloting like a giant robot, and it came with a controller with all the the sticks and controls and buttons and foot pedals that one would need apparently yes. if one was driving a, a giant. So if robot. you were inside a Megazord, uh, yes, essentially. Oh, you keep saying all the right things, though. <laughs> you know. And um, the, uh, the, 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 the realism level on this game was so high to the point where in this game, if, you're, if your mech was damaged to the point where it was going to blow up, mm. there was a physical lid that you had to flip open to get to the yeah. eject button and then slam your finger yeah. down on the eject button to eject. And if you did not do this, your character would die and it would erase your save, save file yeah. and you have to start over. Yeah, yeah. It was oh brutal. Oh, my God. It's brutal. I, I'm going to tell you this because I, I t- now have a tendency to play a lot of games on the hardest difficulty levels depending on what it is I have still never finished that game it's wow. like a Dark Souls Demon Souls level of like, no, like kill me now no thank yeah, you yeah man it's really hard but it's really really fun and it's really good and in my defense um, I was I think how old was I at the time I couldn't have been older than like 20 or 21 when that game came out and um, I bought it and I took it home and I was still living with my parents at the time and I came walking through the door with this box and my mother looked at me and she was just like what is that and I was just like, uh, guilt. My girlfriend. It's true. <laughs> no, it's fucking true, though, because I was single as shit, obviously. That's what I was spending my money on. And she was just like, she's like, is that a video game? I said, yeah. She goes, that doesn't look like a normal video game. What did you pay for that? And I was just like, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> and she said, why? I said, because you're going to kick me out of the house. <laughs> um, so I told her, and then she didn't, she did something worse than kick me out of the house. She told me she was disappointed in me. Oh. <laughs> And yeah. then I, I still own it to this day. Um, but to be fair, giant robots and mecha make my nipples hard, so I couldn't resist. <laughs> Onward. Um, so, so the relevance of this entire conversation is the fact that immersion in games matters. And so. you know whether whether it's a fifty button controller that that you have on your table that that is that is immer- that is immersing you into the game into the era where virtual reality was like a, a glimmer in somebody's eye versus today when you've got a headset strapped to your face and it's a matter of do I have to sit in the chair or can I actually get up and walk around and look around this space? I think that makes a big difference. Whether or not people are willing to pay for that difference is going to be the question. That is the question, Charlie. I have to applaud you on. The incredibly graceful transition you just made from talking about Mecca making someone's nipples hard to that. Very, very good. Well done, sir. Thank you. It's almost like I've been doing this for a while. It's true. <laughs> You're a professional. I appreciate you. Uh, but having said that, let's let's get away from my nipples and, and go away from news and go to something not... Legos! N- nipples. Yay! <laughs> well, they look like nipples, though. Uh- <laughs> Alright, so we are here today to talk about something, and that something is Lego games. Um, in case you have been living under the giantest of rocks, um, the uh, Traveler's Tales is a company that has been putting out um, games in Lego style based on pretty much every family-friendly property under the sun for the last, I don't know, like what, 
Eight, Se- seven, eight years, like like that. yeah, yeah, something um, like that. Starting with Star Wars, I believe is where is is where it mm-hmm. started, if I remember correctly, and um, going into, I mean, pretty much uh, everything of cultural relevance. Uh, every all the superheroes yeah. uh, on both sides of the Marvel versus DC thing, which I can't believe we're back here again. Um, <laughs> it always comes back to Marvel versus DC, apparently, um, as well it should. I, yes, I mean Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, Batman, Star Wars. Charlie, I can make the list shorter. Yes, anyone that said yes. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> Harry Potter. Uh, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, yep. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that one. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Did Lord um, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, there's the Lego Batman. movie. Um, oh, yeah, the Super yep, yep, yep. And then, um, and then uh, doing a couple of side things like um, the, the Lego City Police. Yeah. And, um, Lego City Undercover. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then... Yeah, yep. yeah. A, a bunch things. of Lego games prior to when they became popular with the Star Wars mm-hmm. one, where it was just like weird little like build a race car and drive it around type games. Yeah. Yep. And then they did do a little known um, Lego MMO on PC, where you oh, could yeah. build your own yeah. Lego guy and be in like a Lego. It was like a for real MMO. And, yeah. yeah, it was. I and completely it, forgot about that. And it right should have worked, and it sounded like a great idea, and it did nothing. And then yep. all, the, and then we forget about all the other like actual Lego properties, like Tamira and all that stuff that mm-hmm. they have games for as well. Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bio dudes, guys. Um. <laughs> so, so yeah, the bio guys. The bio guys are one of my favorites. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a word there. <laughs> I don't think that's a real thing. <laughs> the um, bionicle. Yeah, bionicle. Yeah. That's it. yeah. I was missing the uh, integral. <laughs> yeah, as one does. Um, and um, so yeah, the um, there have been a lot of friggin' Lego games, and some have been good, and some have been not so good. Um. So, so Jen, I'm just going to go ahead and throw the ball to you because uh, yep. it was our conversation that, that gave us this idea of having this particular topic. Um, so out of all the Lego games that you've played, um, which one have you liked the least? That would be the newest one, Lego Marvel Avengers. And uh, what is your thoughts on this game? My, my, okay, here's what happened. I, I like that it had more of an open roaming that you could, you know, go through the cities and, and play more and had more, like, outside missions. Mm-hmm. But the first thing I found when I got the game is they have those season passes. Ah, season passes. I always get those. Well, it does not download. Oh, really? Never down- I have tried to download it 20 times, and it never downloaded. So I could never access any of the things that were supposed to be part of the game. Oh, hmm. wow. Now, what console are you playing on? You're playing on PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3. Okay. So, huh, interesting. And. And then as I'm playing it, one, if you go to free play and you're just running around, mm-hmm. you can't switch characters. You're stuck with whoever you last played as. I cannot go to like a select character screen huh. and do anything. And then the worst part is that they decided not to put this game in any kind of correct chronological order to the Marvel movies. You start the game at the opening of Age of Ultron. Oh, really? And then you go back to Avengers 1... And then you play through different Marvel movies. That's an odd choice. It was. It's just awful. It is just the care. It just is the worst Lego game I have played so far. They're just trying to please everybody, and and not in a good way. No, they did not like. I was, you know, I was expecting the game should start with Captain America: First Avenger. Right. Would have made more sense than go through to Age of Ultron. But the way they broke it up and trying to make a story out of all these, I just thought was. This was the first time I felt like we didn't have a truly fun Lego game. So now, hmm. what, what what Lego games have you played in comparison? Um, I have played all of them, starting with Lego Star Wars. 
All of them, all of them. Oh, okay. wow. Oh, I have played Lego Star wow. Wars 2, the complete saga, when they changed the graphics and the backgrounds were more realistic, but everything stayed very Lego-y with the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Lego Batman 3, I thought, was the best game so far. Really? Mainly because you got so much of the DC universe. Sure. And for me, that was all, especially because the game was all about all the different Lantern cores. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And that, to me, was the best thing ever. Okay. And plus, you got a Green Lantern Daffy Duck, which was fantastic. <laughs> I actually did not know that was in there. You got funny. the Green Loon Turn, as they called him. <laughs> Noted. Um, I'll have to look into that. Um, so now, okay, so now, the um, and you've also played Lego Dimensions, correct? Yes, I currently have that, and I, that I love because of how much there is to do. Because it's not just your typical Lego game, it's... You have now Lego Doctor Who, Ghostbusters, right. Back to the Future, Scooby-Doo. Like all in know. the same game, too, which is just kind all of All in the same game. They all, the only thing I don't like about Lego Dimensions is as you're playing it, instead of, if you need to do something, instead of just switching between characters, you have to actually physically move the pieces on the little game board. Right, right, right. So as you're playing it, you're constantly having to stop playing and getting killed so that you can move, <laughs> you know, Batman to the third square so he doesn't get hit by lightning. That that very first fight that I had to deal with with the Wicked Witch, and you yes. know, where it's just like, and they're like, you know, you have to like, you know, they freeze your characters and you have to reach out and like move them to the other side of the board. Like, yes. I, I haven't played that much Lego Dimensions. Like, with, when that very first encounter, I thought it was interesting and it was, I, I liked the, well, I mean, we keep on talking about immersion in this episode unintentionally, mm-hmm. but um, I like the fact that it was like, it was, it was interactive, I guess is a better word for it. Yeah. Um, but um, you're saying that got old after a while? Yeah, once you, once you're because you're as you get more characters because I mean on my little game board I've got I've got Batman I've got Doctor Who I've got Scooby I've got all these characters and you're having to constantly move them around every few seconds and then of course you need vehicles once in a while mm. so you got to go pull that down or you need one of the little accessories like the the you know the ghost trap and the containment thing that it just gets a little old if you've been playing for more than a couple hours. You just feel like, I feel like it kind of takes you out of the game a little bit because you have to, you're trying to pay attention to the screen, but then you have to pay attention to the little board lighting up. Right. To know where you have to move characters or there's parts of it where you eventually get like these little portal things that come up and if you have to pay attention and you have to mix paints and put them on the correct color board to match up. Oh. And again, if you don't, you're you're trying to do this correctly and you're doing it with all these little Lego characters, it's very confusing. Yeah, it sounds like a lot to keep track of. It is. It is definitely a lot to. And then, of course, as you're playing the game, you find out, oh, you don't have the right character. So then, technically, you have to go and buy another set, which is how they make their money. Right. But that kind of takes it away too, because there's only so much you can do if you don't buy every single set that comes out. So, okay. So, so John, what Lego games, if any, have you played? Um, I played um, like the slew of all the Star Wars ones at the outset. Um, I've had a little bit of hands-on experience with the Indiana Jones one, Lord of the Rings, and uh, most recently Lego Dimensions. They kind of they they I don't want to say they lost me like they had that series. The entire series from we're talking about from the Star Wars Lego games forward has not done anything to bother and or offend me in mm-hmm. any way. Like. When I say they lost me, not in that same way that I'm like I'm angry at fucking three four three for Halo Five and uh, you know Assassin's Creed. They didn't do anything to piss me off. They just um, when I have the choice to play like 
anybody who listens to the show knows that we constantly have a backlog of rotating games that is longer than our arm. Yep. And so I constantly, it's an exercise. When we talk about what we play every week, it's like, I had the choice to play, I chose to play this out of like 20 fucking games this week, and I picked this one, and that's what happened with the Lego games, is I just, I always had something else that I was like, I can play the Lego games, but I probably should play this, and I need to play this. Yeah. Um, so I just, a lot of them got lost, uh, you know, in the shuffle for me. Um, but I think the last one I played, aside from when we talked about Lego Dimensions a few months back when it released, was uh, probably Indiana Jones, Lego Indiana Jones. And go, what about you? Which games have you played? Uh, let's see. I've played a lot more. Uh, let's see. I've played Star Wars, Indiana Jones... All uh, the Star Wars, like even like the third one, based on like the Clone Wars, kind of. Like, uh, that, that, that maybe one? not that one. Okay. Uh, some of the Harry Potter, both sides of it. Some of the pirates. Uh, at one point, I had a girlfriend, so that's what happened. <laughs> um, and then, uh, uh, and then proof that he doesn't hate people. No, I'm still single. But, uh, <laughs> but as as that deteriorated, I I did the same thing John did. In my biggest series, I got to Lego Batman three and uh, like Lord of the Rings and all that. Mm-hmm. They got too long. Like I, no, I'm yeah. not spending. I'm not spending like fifty hours on a fucking Lego game. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, because even with like so 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 I've played uh, Michelle and I played a lot of them. We she had like so Michelle we've talked about before. She has like motion sickness issues. Mm. So gum. So, so some games, not others. That you would think would, but some games do like uh, affect her, her like her vertigo and her motion sickness and everything. And for whatever reason, the um, the Star Wars games—I don't know if it's like the anytime like the Starfield or just like what it is—like messes with her like her motion sickness. So she wasn't able to play a lot of the Star Wars games. But we played the Indiana Joneses, we played the Batman games, love the Batman games, um, and then we played um, um, the, uh, the 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 DC Heroes one or whatever it was. And then um, um, Harry, she didn't get into the Harry Potter. We played a little bit of that and a couple other here and there. Um, so, so kind of like the same thing as yeah. you go, it sounds like. Um, and the, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the same kind of thing. It's like there's, uh, for me, it's a little bit, it's kind of both of what you guys are saying a little bit. It's like, it's not that they did anything to lose me. It's that it's almost like there have been so many it's which you know, depending on how you look at it, it might not be a bad thing i mean nothing says we have to play them all but even still there was like there were like three lego games that came out in like a two-month period at one point i feel like it was it was i think it was didn't jurassic world and dimensions came out like yeah really jurassic close. world dimensions and something else came out really hobbit. close to each other hobbit yes those those all came out yeah. in a very short window and so it's just a lot of games in a very short time and, period. and here's the thing too is is it's uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mess with the quality of them they're, sure. they're all pretty charming funny silly especially there seems to have been a shift because the lego movie kind of changed the way that they were presenting because lego dimensions feels like the same brand of humor they put in the lego movie. oh yeah absolutely and, yeah. and i dig that i actually like the lego movie better than almost anything else jen have you seen the lego movie of course, I love. You. I have all all the Unikitty minifigures. Oh, it's <laughs> so good! It's so good. Yeah. Um. But but um, the quality has never been an issue. the The pressing problem has been like the there's not just that there's so many of them. It's just that like I I could I could I know that these are not going anywhere. I could come back to them. Yeah. But also, where do I start at this point? Like, which ones do I play? Have they have they made advancements to a point where maybe I should not play these because they'll feel dated? Like, I'm, maybe I'm just OCD about that. Batman stuff, Two, 
That's yeah. the line. Batman 2 was really good. But yes. Batman 2 is the first one with the uh, actual voices. Mm. See, that's, that's one of the, the things. <laughs> you know, Batman 2 was, like I said, that Batman 2 was the first one that came out that actually had voice acting work, which was a controversial thing for some people. Jen, where do you fall on that? Did you like the... I, that made it better. That ma- you think so? Yeah. That makes the characters more real. It's okay. more fun than when it's just like a little beepy voice or whatever you know whatever it was in the first lego game or star wars where there weren't really talking yeah it was to actually have voice acting it made it feel like this is a game i want to keep it's what keeps it from being a little kid game Mm. now were you when you found out that they're going to be adding voice acting were you concerned at all at first gen no because i i figured because it's i mean traveler tales seems like they're they're owned by warner brothers or tied into warner brothers so i feel like they sort of had that cachet of animated people they could go to like d bradley baker and you know whoever the new guy is who does joker i know it's not mark hamill anymore i'm not sure who the voice is now he tries to sound like mark hamill's joker but yeah yeah it's definitely i felt like because of that sort of it seemed like they had such a time with warner brothers that the voice acting was going to be superior to what maybe you know you would have gotten where it would have been could have been more cartoonish and childish right they didn't really go that route you know yeah, I know. I know some people were concerned. I was concerned, to be perfectly honest. When they, you know, when they when they first showed off the voice acting, it was like, I, I love what they're doing here. I love these games so much. I don't know if I want them to mess with it like this. But it ended up being great. I thought. So um, you know, I think, and you, I don't know if I, I think this is true. Tara Strong is the voice of Lego Squirrel Girl. Is she really? I think so. I think. Hmm. T- well, I think Tara Strong has done several voices in one of the, in the Lego Marvel games. <laughs> I did not know that. Because Tara, Tara Strong is not busy enough. Yeah, yeah, seriously. The, 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 the woman's everywhere. Yeah. She, I was surprised, surprised to find out that she was um, Paz in Metal Gear. I mean, just like... Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, but uh, yeah, her, no, that's her voice is me at cons. Yeah. <laughs> Which is to say that she's everywhere. Um, yes. yes. Um, how, many, how many cons are you doing this year so far? Um, as of right now, I have four in two months. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, will be, I will be dead in May. <laughs> uh, well, there let, might let, be well, there might be one in June. I don't know if that one's <laughs> happening yet, but um, without saying more, I can say I believe it is. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, How vague of you, Charlie? Yes, uh, we, we know she knows. Um, I know, I know. But um, so you're to blame. I get it. Uh, I'm 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 a contributor. I'm an enabler. I'll admit <laughs> it. Um, but yeah. So so, John, for you, what what has been your favorite Lego game out of all the ones you played? Um, that's kind of tough because I've, I've played a handful of them, but I've only finished the Star Wars ones. Oh, okay. The original Star Wars mm-hmm. ones. Um, honestly, even though I barely got any time with it, I think, I think Lego Dimensions was my favorite one outside of the, the Lego Batman games. Like those, those stand on their own. I'm not even going to, okay. you know, particularly, uh, particularly the second one, I think, but I, I did like Lego Dimensions specifically because I did very much enjoy the Lego Movies brand of humor, and they took that thing which they figured out was a winning formula, and mm-hmm. they stuck it in the game, which I liked. Plus, I like the ability to interchange between sets, which I think is really cool. And they did kind of dig deep, and they there like whether you agree with the price points on the game or all the money you can spend into it, you don't have to spend all the money in it. But there is something for everybody in the world of fandoms. In Lego Dimensions. Uh, that's that's Period. So, yeah, I'm going to say Lego Dimensions and uh, the Lego Batman games. Go, what has been your favorite so far? Uh, let's see. Probably, hands down, Lego Batman 2. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Dimensions, from what I've toyed with it, 
Yeah, I need to get it, and it will suck my life away and half my bank account. <laughs> but um, the Giants said it's just like that. That was the, the the turning point when they got it, and they were like, "We're gonna stick with this. This is the the end of the formula mixing. Here we go." And they've just been smooth ever since. It's just like I said, they're getting too massive now. And see, that's for me. Like I'm actually gonna kind of detract from what you guys are saying a little bit because um, the uh, what you said just now and then mm-hmm. again before about how the games are getting like so big and so massive and so long. Um, like a Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. it was like. Almost like an uh, almost like an RPG. Like you had like stats you could level up. Like you learn learn, learn like abilities. Like it was yeah, like it was like several hours. It was from like here to complete it. Yeah, I mean like it's, like upper forties. Yeah, yeah. and you know it's. I won't say that it made the game bad by any means, but I mean like I feel like it was drifting away from what made the Lego games great to begin with, and that's just like it's it's like simple. Like not not like just simple, concise. clean, concise, fun. Yes. That's a good word for it. And so for me, my favorite Lego games so far have been the original Lego Batman, hmm. particularly because, like the maybe I wasn't following it enough beforehand to know this was coming, but I had no idea that halfway through the game you were going to get to play the entire game over again as the villains. Hmm. Like to me, that was just a great. Like, yeah, that was that, that was a great bring, surprise. I wish they'd bring that back. Actually, yeah, yeah, definitely. I was, I, yeah, I've been disappointed in in like in Lego Batman two and three that mm-hmm. they didn't have like a similar mechanic in there. Yeah. I guess I didn't think about that because it does lend. I mean, you're looking at it not only from like a fan perspective, but as a consumer, like that that certainly did lend uh, a certain level of replay value to the game too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. On a financial level, so that the, is good. Um, and and then the other the other one that uh, Michelle and I both really like was weirdly Lego Indiana Jones two, mm-hmm. and the reason behind that is because I, I feel like that game like really struck the balance of like the hub world stuff that you have to do, and then the actual level stuff, yeah. how much vehicle stuff there was, how how much you know versus just the normal walking around stuff and everything. It's like with a lot of these other Lego games, especially the later ones that have gotten so big on scale and everything, it's like, you know, Michelle, she just wants to play the levels. She wants to get through the game. And, you know, that, like, the, the, the like, just, like, the, you know, the, the you know, you know, dicking around, like, the hub world stuff that she's just not super interested in. Yeah. To the point now where it's, like, when we get to, like, like when Lego Batman 3, for example, um, we like the levels that we're playing through, but whenever we get back to, like, whatever the current hub world is, she just puts the controller on. She's like, just let me know when the next level starts. Like she just isn't, isn't interested at all yeah. in like in like the hub world stuff, and so I, you know the you know Lego Indiana Jones two did have something of a hub world, but it was very it was it just was, enough. It was just enough, exactly yeah. right. And so um so that's one that's one of the reasons why Lego Indiana Jones mm. two is one of our favorites. Um you know we you know I I've bought um you know Lego Hobbit Lego Lord of the Rings. Um, Lego Batman three we haven't even finished yet because the just, so just like you're saying I got into three and I was like this is like a hundred hour game I have other things to do <laughs> yeah and it, it, it's so big and that's yeah. not a bad thing at all but when we have to balance everything else and all the other games I want to play and everything yeah. it's like well, the, and, Lego and games I, are great but and on our and on a, if I was a normal video game player. I'd have no problems with it. I could spend a month and a half, two months in this game, cool, I don't have to buy any more games. Unfortunately, I do this yeah. <laughs> for a hobby, and I have to keep everybody intrigued and play new shit like every week, so I don't have time for 100-hour yeah. games. So yeah. that makes me think, of like, Jen, since since you have, um, as, as a comic book artist, you have deadlines you have to meet. Do you find games, or specifically Lego games, do you find them in the state that they're in now where there's so much to do? And with hub worlds and all these extra things to do, do you appreciate the extra content for the dollar you spend, or do you wish they were still a little more short and sweet like they used to be? 
like for your lifestyle like what do you prefer what do you think i think i i like depending on what the franchise is how much there is to do Mm. for instance marvel and dc i like how many extra missions there are or a larger hub world because what those characters are and the scenarios those feel like characters you need a lot more to do because of who they are I don't feel like Pirates of the Caribbean should have a giant hub world. How interesting is it to watch Jack Sparrow run around doing side missions that have nothing to do? They don't, you know, they don't have a immersive universe like Marvel and DC where you mm. can do a side mission saving J. Jonah da- Jameson. That makes sense within mm. that universe. Sure. It doesn't yeah. make sense for, you know, Lego Harry Potter to have a giant hub world. They're seven movies. They're not 70 years worth of continuity. Fair enough. So that I like yeah. that. But I think that for me, you know, I don't get a lot of time to play a lot of video games. I maybe set aside an hour a day, like if I take a break because my hand needs it, or I just need to get out of a block because sometimes I can't see what I want to draw. I'll put, in a, I'll put in a Lego game to get myself out of that rut. So for me, if a game, if Lego Batman 3, which like Goat was saying, is like a 40 plus hour game, that's a long time for me because maybe I only play an hour a day, so that game lasts me six months. Yeah, you know. So I, it, for me, I like it, but I, there are certain certain other properties I don't think needs a giant hub world that takes up a lot of your time. It should just be boom, boom. Here's the levels, and you're done. But it sounds like it sounds like you were definitely a, a good person to have on for this feature because you you've kind of expressed that you don't own uh, a lot of the current systems and you don't you don't get a lot of time to play games but you have expressed that you've played all of the lego games the modern lego iterations of yes. the modern lego and games. i mean for me to be honest the reason i got into those is because they had cheat codes <laughs> <laughs> excellent the, the easier the game for me to play the better i am like i remember playing duck hunt and crying because i'd miss the duck and the dog would laugh at me <laughs> And I'd start crying. My mom was like, well, stop playing the game. Go play with your fucking Care Bears. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how games started for me. So, I just never really played them until the Lego games because someone said, oh, they have a shit ton of cheat codes. I'm like, done. I'm good. I'll have them. Live <laughs> that's awesome. I'll, I won't feel bad when I die. So, did you own a game, Genie? I did not. I think I did. I might. I know my, my dad bought me every video game system there was, but oh, I yeah. never really played them. Like, I had them all, but I just, they just kind of sat there, sort of like all the Star Wars toys they bought me that are still in boxes, because oh I never touched them. God. <laughs> you might want to double check on some of those investments and see how they're settling for you. I, no, they did. They would just buy me these things, and I'm like, I don't know what, I don't want to play with this right now. I want to go outside. But, you know, I, my, my game, I mean, the other games I own is the Deadpool game, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I have the Ghostbusters game. Which and was excellent, uh, I Injustice. Yeah. I have Injustice. That's the only other game I have. Okay. So. That's a theme there. Yeah. <laughs> There's a theme. It's superheroes. It's very much my theme. And yet I work on My Little Pony. I think you kind of treaded on this, but just to make sure we got your, your specific answer. So out of all the Lego games you've played, which one was your favorite? Lego Batman 3. Lego Batman 3. That's right. Yes. Um, the longest and, one. And, <laughs> the longest, yes, the long. Well, it, it, it all comes down to because it was very Green Lantern centric, mm. and mm. that's my all-time favorite superhero ever is Green Lantern. Okay. Now, uh, okay, so that's uh, that's all our thoughts on Lego games. So now we're going to move on to the mailbag where we ask you what you thought. 
right, sir. So for our mailbag question this week, we asked, out of all the Lego games, which one has been your favorite and why? And what property would you like to see a Lego game made for? Uh, so uh, Santana Adrian says uh, both Harry Potters, just because I'm assuming it were her <laughs> favorites and not that she wants them to make because they already exist. Yes. Uh, then on the actual Gamerhead page, uh, Skylar, uh, vocalist of both Punch Cabby and Codename Phoenix. Uh, said three-way tie between Lego Batman 3, Star Wars The Complete Saga, and Lego Marvel Super Heroes. Uh, I'm playing Lego Avengers right now, and personally it's good, but it doesn't surpass Marvel Super Heroes in my opinion. Probably because it's the only way one can see the entire Marvel Universe in one realm without the movie companies fighting with one another. Mm. Uh, and I can't <laughs> wait for Star Wars The Force Awakens to be released, which we didn't really talk about. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention that at all. Yes, they're going to be a new Star Wars. Because like, we really need to. I mean, everybody, yeah. everybody it's knows. A given. Yeah, The Force Awakens are going to slather and everything. Uh, as far as a new property to be uh, Legoized, I would like to see a full game made for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Adventure Time. Uh, yes. that happening. Oh, Turtles. Oh, Turtles is obvious. Yes. I'm surprised they have Adventure Time. Adventure John would get back into it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, Turtles and Adventure yeah. Time. Why not Zoidberg? Yeah. <laughs> Jen, are you, are, <laughs> Jen, are you an Adventure Time fan? I, I cannot get into it. No? I, it's the art style. Oh. I cannot get into that, that look of that, I, that show. Uh, look, I'm a huge fan of I've that show. I've heard a lot of good things, like, story-wise, but I, that, that animation style is just very unattractive to me. Would, would, would you use... Uh, I, you did not use this. I'm asking, uh, you know, so this, this is not me putting your words into your mouth. Um, yes. But if somebody were to say that the animation style is lazy, would you subconsciously not? If it was lazy? Yes. Yes, I think it's kind of lazy. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a massive fan I'm of that show, but to be fair, if I guess I never thought about it until we started talking about it right now. I'm a huge fan of that show, but it's the writing, not the art, that gets me. I, I don't have a problem oh, with the yeah. art, but it's the writing that gets me, not yep. the art. Yeah. Yep. The, most of my exposure to that show is while I'm doing something else, I'm not really watching the screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and John has all the responses in the world all on his page. All the responses. Um, so the uh, the first response comes from um, Minneapolis-based nerdcore rapper Matari. His name is Matt, and then Atari, Matari. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Lego Dimensions, the portal levels alone were amazing, even if it's the spendiest one. Yes. Uh, yes. Josh, uh, excuse me, Joshua Dotson says, Any that my son plays, I think we have them all thus far for the 360. Bill Rester says, Star Wars. Full Saga Edition. Uh, Colin Wright says Lego Batman 3 because of the 66 Batman content, which is pretty dope, by the way. I would love to see a Lego Doctor Who game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Matari from earlier did remind him that uh, there is Doctor Who content in... uh, you know, in, in Legends. Dimensions. Yeah, Dimensions. I almost said Legends. And you can't actually mind. regenerate into every version of the Doctor. Oh, you That can. I did not know. That is really fun. Yes, if cool. you die, he regenerates into it, <laughs> and he goes through the cycle from one through the War Doctor onto Capaldi. How great <laughs> nice. for fans of the show. Holy and shit. If you go, and once so you get thoughtful. the TARDIS, if you go in there, you can actually randomize the regenerations. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Jesus, how cool! That's 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 some good attention to detail and effort. That's, yes, I appreciate that. Gotta say, uh, Chris Han Young says Lego Island Two. That's my childhood. <laughs> um, Wait, Lego Island Two? Yeah, that's Lego pre- Island Two. Yeah, that's pre- that's, that's, that's pre Star Wars. Huh? Yeah, yeah, remember we talked about pre Star Wars yeah, yeah. back in the Stone yeah, that's Age. Like PlayStation yeah. One era. Lego. What 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 kind of a game was this? It was like Survivor. Yeah. You would have to eat other Lego people. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. makes total sense. 
Lego cannibalism, essentially, because yeah. that's that sounds yeah. exactly like what Lego would fucking do. Kids love that game. Yeah. There's a film crew you voted off the contestants. It's yeah. true. It's true. Noted. Noted. Uh, Chris Chamber says, honestly, it sounds ridiculous, but I'd like to see a Resident Evil version. I would play that, even though it'll never happen. Yeah. Uh, both games have plenty of puzzles. Cut, c- cut scene CG and third person to work out so very well. Um, Amy Love says, Lego Harry Potter... Um, Kara Ferguson says I love Batman 2 and Marvel superheroes they were super fun without getting frustrating enough to rage quit I love the open world aspect we still haven't finished Batman 3 that one got really frustrating I would totally play uh, Lego X-Files and Lego Simpsons games uh, there is a, a Simpsons uh, pack right. as well for uh, yep, Dimensions yeah, for content and Dimensions yes yep. yeah uh, Joseph Budka went on a fucking rampage in a series of posts that said Grand Theft Lego <laughs> Uh, breaking Bricks, which I'm assuming is a breaking reference to Breaking Bad. Uh, 16 Blocks, which I'm going to assume means candles. Robin Hood, minifigures and tights. Uh, and then he responded uh, ultimately by saying, I could do this all day. I wish that you would have continued to do this all day, Joe. Uh, Sean Mayer says, I always love the open world aspect between levels of Lego. Uh, Lego Lord of the Rings, but Lego Indiana Jones had the best character creation system. Lego Star Wars was great because, well, it was Lego Star Wars. Yep. Roger Hayes says, Lego Marvel superheroes. My kids and I love it. Uh, Ashley Shanmir says, uh, Lego Hobbit, my favorite world. Uh, Lego-tized. I would love to see Lego Deadpool, though, only if it's uh, rated in, so that'll never happen. And then Rebecca Leanne says, Star Wars, the complete saga. It had the best length of play, the best laid-out story, and best all-around gameplay. Indiana Jones was surprisingly my least favorite. Um Thank you, everybody, well, for the incredibly a, robust yeah. list yeah. of responses this week. Apparently, uh, all we have to do is talk about Legos every week. Yes. And everybody comes out of the well, woodwork. Well. Yeah. Now, so b- before we move on to the Songbird email, um, we, we didn't really talk about um, our answers to the second half of our mailbag question. Uh, what properties or, or whatever would we like to see be made into Lego games that have not been yet? Um, I cannot... I don't know what I was thinking about before, but I currently now cannot stop thinking about Lego Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so, which which other properties or video game properties? Yes, <laughs> I mean, uh, like like right. Marvel and DC were not, you know, they're yeah. not okay. Video, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm I know this will probably never happen, but it would almost make sense because it is still a kid friendly related thing. I would I would say uh, Power Rangers would not be a terrible Lego. That would be interesting. Tie-in, yeah. Honestly, I would be down with that. Plenty of characters to work. Yeah, with. Yeah, for sure. I mean. Um, they're all various colors of you know the things. But, you know, the, it's true. I, it, it would be interesting to see Lego like do Zords and figure yeah. Well, out that and whole think thing. about it this too. There's you know uh, I guess you could do it. I, I, assuming we're only doing like the American version of Power Rangers, not the Super Sentai stuff. The American stuff. There's like fucking twenty years worth of Power Ranger shit yeah. to choose from at this point. God, they would yeah. have an endlessly like forever marketing thing. And then if you did the Japanese side of it with the Sentai stuff, I think the first season of Super Sentai aired in like nineteen seventy six or something. Is that so, old? Wow. Yes. So I mean it goes back a ways. So um that stuff or maybe um God, what else do I think would make a really good um Do you think do you think I mean do you, so t- take something like Adventure Time, which is Yes, it is a cartoon, but there are a lot of um, themes and elements mm-hmm. in yeah. that show that are not like they're not for kids. Cle- yeah, 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 clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think you would e- we would ever see anything like that, or do you think that's beyond the realm of what Traveler's Tales? I, would be I in? okay, so um, very short version of this. Last year, I talked about doing Shock Pop Comic Con down in Florida. We mm-hmm. did that. Um, the proprietor of that particular convention used to be a. 
uh, an executive at Lego, mm. and uh, he I used to work for him directly, and he told me that the it is so fucking hard to get anything through Lego. They the, their vetting process for any property is extensive, like the Lego side of things. Yes, okay, and the the slightest thing can completely throw out what would seem to be a fairly innocuous and obvious choice for a Lego title. The slightest thing can, can well, that can lead back to something that would be considered too adult or too negative, so we won't do it. Now, was um, that before or after Lego Simpsons became a reality? That was before. Okay. I mean, so that was, may have changed yeah, a little bit. That may have changed since then, <laughs> but at the time, it was pretty extensive, very difficult okay. to get anything through Lego, which is why they're so picky about the stuff that sure. they put out there. Um, but I, I think that it would be possible to get some of those themes in from Adventure Time because you kind of have to scratch below the surface of Adventure Time to get some of those adult themes. It's not like it's fucking Ren and Stimpy where it's like outright (laughs) crass, you know? That's true. I could see Steven Universe being, oh yeah, you know, um, I could see a bunch of things. Oh, you know who would make fucking good Lego characters? Um, Powerpuff Girls would be great fucking Lego tie-ins. Oh, yeah. That would be you interesting. Know, or maybe in some sort of weird way, Sailor Moon. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Goat, what do you think? Uh, I'm really shocked that uh, there isn't a DBZ Lego out. Yep. Dragon Ball Z Lego. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could see it. I could see that. Yeah. And just games and games. I mean, I hopefully, I'd really wish if it was like a, a beautiful world, we could get like Rick and Morty. Because... All the dimensions. Nah, that ain't never going to happen, buddy. That will never yeah, happen. I would love the, if it did. The yes. depths. You could just keep going yeah. and going and going. Look, I, I don't think anybody would disagree that there are a shitload of things that we would love to see turned into Lego type stuff because it would be fun and mm-hmm. funny. But if, if you're Kids cut, are their bread yeah, and butter. They're not going to make yeah, anything you know. for adults. I get it. Maybe maybe we'll get like a back when like Marvel and DC did like the Amalgam Universe. Well, maybe we'll get like a union on that amazing level of like Lego and Pokemon, where like two yeah. great things, two great hey, tastes, le- taste great together. Lego that would, would be, cool. be really good, and I wouldn't mind having an actual release for Back to the Future. Just all three movies, like they did, like the Lego or like oh, the Star yeah, yeah. Wars. That would be fun. Yeah, perfect. Definitely. Yeah. Why not? Telltale did it. Worked yeah. out well. Yep. I um, you know, it's like I, I had hoped that with how successful all these various properties have been, that you know, Star Trek in and of itself uh, is, you know, is not, I wouldn't say it's super kid friendly. Like it's more of a grown up thing to me than Star Wars is like, you know, you know, and you know, just with like the themes and political themes and yada, yada, yada and things that are in there. I kind of hoped that, that the JJ Abrams reimagining of Star Trek and making it just whatever, whatever you want to call it might have opened the doors to potentially seeing a Star Trek multiverse across all the series is kind of a thing being made into a Lego game. It doesn't, I mean, I haven't seen a peep no. about anybody even thinking about that, which disappoints it's not, me. It's not as hot as Star Wars, though. That's the problem. It's like when they started the Star Wars franchise. Right. There's that, always been yeah, a movie yeah. and all that hot, hotness, and Star Trek is kind of, you know, it's, it's remember and it's, when. It's not as much about, you know, like Star Wars is like blowing stuff up and in space mm. fights and dog fights and things like that. And yeah. you, you, it's easy to make a video game out of that yeah. kind of stuff. It's hard to make a video game out of like diplomacy. Well, <laughs> like Star even, Trek. Well, no, they made the Star Trek game based on the movie and that was terrible. Well, yes. uh, George Lucas wrote a Star Wars movie about diplomacy, episode one, and nobody liked it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, this is true. Um, so, I mean, but nonetheless, I would love to see a Lego Star Trek game just because there's enough, yes. there's more than enough content across all those series mm-hmm. and all those reimaginings and everything. Having like a weird cartoon original Star Trek crossover there with yeah. the guy with the third arm. Oh, I mean, yeah, like yeah. there's plenty of stuff in there. Like, bury the lead. I feel like an idiot, like, like, unless I miss this somewhere mm-hmm. in the, in the annals of history, but 
Um, a My Little Pony Lego game. Yeah, I mean, I mean like as hot as they are, I'm surprised they haven't done anything with it. I'm surprised. I, I will. I will be shocked if there isn't an MLP at least expansion pack for Dimensions. Well, I mean, th- that's the thing. So, so Jen, out of all the properties you can think of that have not been made into Lego games, um, c- can you think of anything better than My Little Pony as an answer? I would love to see Lego G.I. Joe. That oh, would be rad. That Why doesn't that exist? That should be a thing. Or, or Lego He-Man, things like that. Like yeah, yeah. old school, like take because you have so much of those worlds you could open up to. Legos 80s cartoons. I mean, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. like like decade theme packs. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. 70s, yeah, yeah. 80s, 90s, and yeah. today. Fucking. Uh, I mean, yeah, Lego uh, My Little Pony would be Lego cool. Lego Thundercats. Library. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that poor library. Lego Mask. That's a whole other Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mask. That thing was amazing. Mask yeah. was fantastic. I'm going to say this for the probably Dick. one person on the planet that may ever actually know what the fuck I'm talking about when I say this. It breaks my heart when people know this, but I would love to see Lego Mighty Warbots, and it will never happen. <laughs> Mighty Warbots? Orbots. O-R-B-O-T-S. No, you got nothing on me there. Yeah. Uh, so Lego GoBots, we should get them too. Well, GoBots, yeah. I know. Go-bots, I don't yeah. know Orbots. I will. Well, I'll show you after the show. Anybody who's listening to this episode of Gamerhead Radio, YouTube, uh, the only like twelve or thirteen episodes of Mighty Orbots, O R B O T S, and enjoy a show that was far more adult and very fucking well animated for its time at a time before it. The art style that it is derived from, nobody cared about. So, okay. yeah, but if they do, like, if they do the little decade packs, you get street sharks and all those fun <laughs> street sharks, <laughs> all that stuff. We're like, why did we think this was good as a child? Yeah. <laughs> to be to, clear, to, I to never thought toys. street yes. sharks was good. Gargoyles, I loved gargoyles. Yeah, was gargoyles good. was amazing. That yeah. one I was good with. Yep. Yeah. Um, Darkwing Duck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so finally moving on to our songbird email so so Jen uh, so we have a listener her, she goes by the handle songbird and she writes into I would say 99% of the episodes that we've, uh, that we've done writes uh, very thoughtful good responses to our mailbags but also uh, then asks questions back of us and she has come up in the past and continues to come up with some of the most mind bending thought provoking <laughs> questions yeah. that uh, that we have so so prepare yourself because those are coming <laughs> okay um, but songbird asks uh, dear Technotronic and Goat and Fallon Flynn and because it's on here. Um, mailbag <laughs> answer. I remember my first Lego game, which also happens to be the first one, Lego Island. Oh, hey. Uh, one of the very <laughs> few PC games I ever played. Unsurprising. It hasn't aged very well. But for <laughs> what it was, I had a good time with the game. It saddens me, though a bunch of content was cut due to budget, time, and etc. At first, I was going to go with Pokemon for uh, wanting to be a mm. Lego property. Huh? Um, but sadly, they're taken by uh, some less than appealing non-Lego company. So instead, I'll go with Animal Crossing New Leaf. An uh, Animal Crossing Lego game would be interesting. I can see that. Although that yeah. just seems like it'd be just like Animal Crossing. But um, <laughs> anyways. Uh, so Songbird then asks back of us, did you ever own and or play with actual physical Legos that much? If so, were you orderly, chaotic, or both? Um on my side of things, um, yes, I had plenty of Lego sets, and what I always did was is I always built whatever the model was supposed to be first, just because I love to follow instructions. I'm just, hooray for OCD. And then um, I then would take it apart and then make different stuff out of it, and then eventually I would put it back to what it was supposed to be again. What you just said is proof that even as a child, you at the core of... I don't When I say you, I mean people. Uh-huh. You are who you were always meant to be as a child, <laughs> and it just grows outward from there, because that is the most Charlie shit I've ever heard in my life. I dig it, man. I love it. 
It's um, good to know that you've had 30 plus years in line, <laughs> below the radar. Destined to be an IT man. That's all you have to do to find out what yeah. you want, what you should be when you grow up is just give a kid Legos and watch what they do with them. <laughs> Actually, I love that. Um, Jen, did you ever, ever have physical Lego sets? Oh, oh, yes. I still do today. What what kind of Legos did you do you have? Like what series? What, uh... um, let's see. Well, I have the Scooby-Doo sets. Okay. Um, I used to have the collector's editions, Millennium Falcon and Death Star. Like the giant ones? Yeah, the ones that wow. were like 9,000 pieces. But yeah. you, wow. say, you say used to. What happened? Used to. Um, I decided I wanted to work in comics, so I didn't make any money. <laughs> so I had to sell them for food. Wise choice. Oh. Wise choice. I bet that And hurts. then, um, actually, this is, it's not Lego, but I think they're really good. The Monster High Mega Block sets. Hmm. Really? They're, they're Monster High Mega Blocks? I was not aware. Yes, and they are amazing because I love Monster High. Oh, all right. So, um, otherwise, what I think, and I have a lot of the DC Lego sets, like the Justice League. I just got the ones for Batman v Superman. Um, but when I was a kid, I didn't. I don't think I had that many. If I did, I don't really remember them anymore. I, I get them more now because it sometimes it helps my mind. Like, it makes me actually have to think and be focused on something. Completely understand. But, hmm. Yeah, well, John. Um, I did. I did have Lego sets as a kid. I. I, I mean, like, I was a. I'm a scatterbrain. I was a pretty chaotic <laughs> kid. Um, I would build them, but I. I was usually more interested in seeing what I could build on my own. Okay. Um, I would pull the instructions out and start to build it, and go. I don't. I just need to build something else, and I, it was always fucking robots or something (laughs) there's always a robot or some sort of flying vessel and uh, i just have this distinct memory of opening my bedroom door in that way that when you're well you probably wouldn't know because you were an orderly person as a child but i was a chaos kid and i would open my bedroom door and look at the sea of legos strewn across the floor and then shut the door and not go back in because I was terrified of the mess in my room. But I did, I do distinctly remember at about, about the age of six being grounded for thinking that I had cleaned all of the Legos up and then stepping on one and yelling fuck <laughs> at the age of seven and being grounded for like three days after that. Yeah. It's, yeah um, it hurt. Yeah. Goat. Uh, this, this, is, this is like a whole child therapy thing. Uh <laughs> I'd get the sets. How are you feeling? Yeah, I, <laughs> I'd get the sets and I'd build the 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 correct item. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, uh, it would get torn apart mm-hmm. and thrown into my ammo box. That was my Lego box. <laughs> <laughs> because See, everybody uh, needs an M sixteen ammo box to hold. <laughs> everybody's personality is yeah. in how they handled their Legos as a child. My shit is still a fucking mess right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I'd just you know it'd go into the you know the community. Chest, right? Um, and then I'd build off of that, mostly vehicles and whatnot. And yeah, yeah, spaceships and robots and the like. Mostly wheeled vehicles and whatnot. Oh, and, right, yeah. that makes sense. Perfectly. I, I had the. Uh, I remember having the uh, trailer hitch, so I could build like both like fifth wheel and regular. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, so Songbird goes on to ask uh, if you could have one replica or set made of Legos uh, from a video game. Uh, that uh, what would it be? And yes, you can bypass you know their you know their anti-violence yada yada rule. So it, whether or not it would be ever in real in reality a Lego property, what Lego set do you want to be made of a video game that is not already Final Fantasy Seven? Uh, what would the set be of? Set be of? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ah, uh, God, that's really hard. I mean, John, John, it doesn't matter what the set would be of; it'd be re-released every four years. <laughs> the little, the little, the little uh, park area with the big like bunny slide thing that you see. Uh, oh no, never mind. I take that back. The church where uh, where Cloud first meets Ares. She's got the you know, she's tending to the fucking plants in the church. That. Um, this is not my answer, but you've made me realize that I would love to have a Lego set of Cloud's motorcycle. Yeah, which had a name which I cannot remember right now. Yeah, but I kind of want, want, want the airship from Nine. Yeah, that would be good too. That would be the whole Final Fantasy set. Like I said, they could just reboot um, them. Just I would like, also yeah. like a Bioshock Infinite Lego set just because mm-hmm. that world, like architecturally, would be a lot of fun to build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, go. Uh, honestly, I'd like to have a Psychonauts one. Ooh. Oh, that would be interesting. That'd be cool, yeah. 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 Any particular level or setting or anything? They could just keep pumping them out every year, and I'd keep giving them a hundred or two hundred bucks. That's the fine. obvious. <laughs> the obvious answer to this question is pretty much anything Nintendo, but I don't want to go that obvious. Right? No, you know, no, no. Um, I'm actually having trouble thinking of answers that are better than your guys's. Um, the, the uh, I. I, I I hate to go off on a non sequitur, but uh, the, the the what this is making me think of is that I used to build plastic models when I was a kid, and um, I, I got out of it for a while. I used to build like Star Wars and Star Trek ships and things like that, and uh, I got out of it. But then after the Matrix came out, I wanted so so bad for there to be a model of the Nebuchadnezzar, the ship oh, from the Matrix. That would be cool. And so I don't know if that would make a good Lego set or not, but nonetheless, I I would kill to have some sort of physical Nebuchadnezzar I could sit on my oh, shelf. I, Whether my mind went straight to like Neo and like a hundred fucking Smiths jumping in on him on the <laughs> oh or one of the Sentinels too I mean yeah. I think that would be a cool Lego yeah, set yeah, too which could awesome. be which could be done with the with the you know with some of the pieces that I've seen so yeah, yeah. Um, Songbird I'm cheating because your question was is uh, I mean technically the Matrix was a video game it was not a video game first but whatever that's my answer and so Jen what what uh, what would you say if you could think of a property. Um, is, is it just in video games? Uh, well, so, so the question as put was: Is what is a video game that has not been already made into a Lego set? What would you want there to be made into a Lego set of some kind? Uh maybe something from like Legend of Zelda. Oh, okay. Yeah. Any any particular setting or characters? I, or I don't. I I just remember the old just first game, but I think it'd be cool like do sort of like a castle type of thing. That's why I like also, even though it's not a video game, a Lego Castle Grayskull. Yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. I'd also like to add those kind of. Uh, I like those kind of castles. Even though the universe doesn't lend itself to Lego, I would. I would admittedly like to have Mass Effect Legos. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be fine with that. Grand Theft Auto Legos would be nice. <laughs> All the cars you could collect. Only if I could mm-hmm. build the cars so that they have like fucking hydraulics in them and yeah. like big rims <laughs> and hookers in them. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, Sombra goes on to ask, uh, if you were to be packaged as a Lego set, what would you come with? An M rating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody can beat that answer, Go. Thanks for raising the bar, man. I feel like some of these answers are going to be a little bit expected, but... Um, um, what, would, what would my What, what would your Lego set be, John? What was it said? What, what would it come with? Or what yeah. Would it well, be? yeah, so, so the question as worded is, if you were to be packaged as a Lego set, what would you come with? So, so You'd have two heads, one with a mask, one without. Um, <laughs> a mild anxiety problem <laughs> and poss- 
possibly a drinking problem. No, the <laughs> uh, my set would probably. You know what? Honestly, I'm gonna go the, the super cheap and easy way and say it would be a Vias for Villain stage play yep. set. There you go, man. That would be the, yeah, as I said, you the two heads and then you the two yeah. outfits. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like Kari can't meet. So. No, fuck that. I want the fucking <laughs> Gamerhead Radio Lego set. That's what I want. That was my answer because I didn't have a better one, you asshole. Ah, I'm so sorry, Charlie. <laughs> little studio. You've got the villains to lean back on. That's all I have. Sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> that's okay. See, at um, least I have my own asshole persona to lean back on. <laughs> uh, so, so go, what would your Lego set be? Uh, it'd be me. Um, probably a bottle of beer. Maybe some sort of <laughs> firearm. Um, uh, oh. Uh, probably, like, if I can get, like, a thing of, like, a bunch of people bowing to me as, like, some I, sort of demigod. Oh, oh <laughs> fuck. I, uh, okay. Yeah. And then Hi. some really cheap, like, almost kind of like a villain set, like, stage behind me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you'd be part of the villain set. You're doing the fucking yeah, set up and tear yeah. down on the stage gear. He's back there telling everybody, don't fuck, don't cross the streams. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be the same, it'd be the same set. You just buy it for both. <laughs> That's true. You'd be an expansion pack. You and JR and yeah. the, fu- the fucking expansion pack. Um, Crew extra. I, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I, I would be, um, well, because John stole my answer. I'm so sorry. Was, How could I have fucking known? Which was, which was so much better than what my answer is now going to be. Now my answer is going to be, it's going to be the, the, the backstage at the con um, Lego set. You can call it the My Little Brony set. I, and it's like everybody I, that's I, part of the fucking convention scene. Jen gets her own figure. Everybody fucking wins, man. Yes, but... Put me next to the Peter New figure. Uh, oh, God. Um... <laughs> I so badly want that to be a thing now. I need to find somebody that makes custom Lego figures. Um, I'll get back. You to can go to the Lego. Know. You can go to the Lego store and make little minifigs. But I mean, like, like you can like, like we we'd have to find his hat. You have to find that green bowler hat to put on the character. Otherwise, I'm pretty it's not, sure, it's not pretty sure you could find a bowler hat. You would just have to paint it green. Uh, okay. Any of the Riddler fucking figures yeah. have bowler oh, hats? Oh yeah, 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 sure yeah the bowler. Yeah, yeah. And then you can get some little Lego bathtubs. <laughs> we don't talk about Tubcon. Um, <laughs> Uh, moving on Um, no but it's gonna be the backstage behind the con set so this could also go backstage behind the villain stage set oh there you go but this is like all the characters in like running and freaking out positions which also still includes a a mild anxiety problem and possibly a drinking problem Exactly, and um, a bottle of beer and possibly a firearm. Um, it all comes together, man. It's synergy. This, it's almost like we planned wait, it. Wait, um, have, we, have we been in the entertainment industry most of our lives? <laughs> no. Um, Jen, what would your what would your Lego set be like? Um, probably like an alcohol intervention. <laughs> I'm sensing which is all the here. same set as everything we've been talking about. Yeah. So basically, we're just going to have a series <laughs> yeah. called uh, Con. <laughs> yeah. But the um, Peter New figure would come and not realize it's an intervention and bring me alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. Um, the, the more we the more we talk, the farther we get into this episode, the more I'm excited to fucking work at this con. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> this is going to be the first pony con that is not child appropriate. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true at all. Oh, good. Um, I was worried about that. And uh, finally, Songbird asks, um, coming out of that, uh, oh, God, I just read ahead a little bit. Um, <laughs> after waking up suddenly due to hearing a familiar voice, you swear might have called you a masturbator. You looked at a mirror to find you've become a minifigure. What do you do with your new abilities and looks? I, 
I'm guessing. I need to read this again. Probably get arrested for indecent exposure. No, no, no. I think I think the masturbator is supposed to be master builder versus the minifigure versus Lego. You're a master builder, but you thought they said masturbator. Got it. Got it. I like I like the humor. How was very racy songbird. Yeah. Very very unlikely. Every now and then. Every now and then. Yeah. So 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 what do you do with your new abilities and looks as the as the masturbator master builder? It's like a villain. <laughs> masturbator, masturbator. What do I, I just do? keep masturbating? Yeah, I mean, really, I, is there a better answer than that? I don't. I don't think there is. But uh, for the, I would take my masturbating, and use it for good. <laughs> At like a children's park. I think it's a Marvel character, but yeah. I, I love yes. <laughs> it's a round of applause for you. You're actually <laughs> clapping, literally clapping. <laughs> Um, what would I do as the masturbator Lego? <laughs> the, the masturbating Lego. I just rolls off the tongue. Um, probably stay indoors. I know, like it just sounds like this is a recipe for fucking disaster. I don't. What I have you done, Songbird? I would definitely keep it at a medium pace for fear of melting. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Friction jokes. <laughs> You're on oh, fire tonight, goat. That's I, a problem as a Lego minifig. <laughs> I I don't have an answer to follow anything that was just said. Um, um I I would um I would just I suppose enjoy the ability to be the proverbial fly on the wall and and try and Charlie, get huh? Charlie, don't lie. You would start Mastercon. <laughs> that is now my answer. Um <laughs> And uh, I don't have a better one. So, so thank you, Songbird. Uh, oh, uh, Jen, I'm sorry. Um, uh, what would you do as... Oh, no, you said you would just keep masturbating. Is that, is that your final answer? I'm just going to keep masturbating. Yeah, if it ain't answer. broke, don't fix it. Well, um... But it might break with that kind of use. <laughs> Uh, songbird, I blame you and I thank you. Um, uh, and I so feel she's catering to me. I uh, yes, uh, that. Um, so songbird, thank you very much for your email and your questions, and also thank uh, thanks very much to everyone else that responded uh, to our mailbag question, almost predominantly on John's Facebook page. Um, yes, thank you. Um, thanks, and so, John's friends. Yes, thank, thank you, John's friends. Um, so now we've reached the point of the show where we brag about ourselves and talk about the things that we have coming up in our lives that are interesting and or noteworthy to us. Um, John, what do you have coming up in your life? Um, we are about to announce a slew of convention appearances. I think we signed... Hold on, let me do the math. Um, okay, so all of the AnimeCon.org events that we typically do during the course of the year, we're going to do those plus one. He's okay. opening up a new one. Um, mm. It's going to be in Ohio this year. Um, we're going to do that. It'll be the first year for this convention. Very excited to be a part of that. Um, and then we are... I can't talk about this one yet. Uh there are two or three things that they're working out before we can announce it officially, but mm-hmm. it is a convention that we did last year. It is, um, it's going to be a shitload of fun. It's going to be a, a a big when I can announce it. What it the, the reason that we can't talk about it is an awesome reason, and it'll be big when it happens. So, um, it's that yeah. So probably like six or eight cons coming up. Uh, wow. That many during the yeah it's and probably a couple more after that maybe a couple in Phoenix and like like all over the wow. fucking place yeah we're going all over the place this year okay um those new costumes that we've been talking about forever and a fucking day like they're, they're literally working on them they're coming 
Okay. They, we, we are, let me put it to you like this to make it more interesting. We are contractually obligated to make new costumes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so yes. Uh, goat. And then I, I've become the middleman between both these worlds. <laughs> because yep. all of what John said I'm probably going to be involved with as mm-hmm. Assistant Days Manager slash lackey. Yep. Uh, no, we, we're, we're not going to say lackey. I don't like that because you're my, you're my friend and you work very hard when you work with us. So instead I'm I will say that you and JR are our stage managers. That's what you guys do. So, and then on the other side of that, I, I uh, am, uh, I guess, officially stage manager for Winnie City, which is uh, Charlie's uh, doings. So you're welcome. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that I will be, uh, <laughs> I will be helping with the uh, the guest guest relations at uh, Winnie City coming up as well. Yes, I am. I am. I am slowly but surely dragging every single person I know into this convention. So it's going um, well. It's going really well. Yes. Um, um, yes. And then all I, I got is. Yeah, we're, that's it. I, I'm helping you guys out. Yes, um, um, I, I, I know. I'm. I believe I saw that uh, Codename Phoenix stuff is coming along, and you have a nickname for one of your songs that you've been working on yeah, recently. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck we're thinking. Uh, <laughs> so we, so we, we're wor- working on the album, trying to get this fucking thing done, um, and we're obviously making more material as you do. We've written a section of a song, which is the verse, uh, which is entirely uh, done in finger tapping by not only one guitarist. Not only two guitars, but also the bass player. <laughs> I thought you were gonna three say three guitars. Well, you're the third <laughs> guitarist. We haven't talked about that yet. Uh, <laughs> okay, thanks for letting me know. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so we're doing all this crazy finger tapping shit, and we've renamed this song uh, "Fuck This Song." Why do we hate ourselves so much? Um, Please I, keep uh, that title. It might stick. <laughs> this, 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 this event in Codename Phoenix history mm-hmm. was broadcast on Periscope, which I caught on the replay later, so I actually got to watch this Oh, happen. you get to see Mikey go, I, fuck. I saw fuck. it happen. I saw he it happen. He flipped off the camera at one point. I didn't see it live, but I saw it happen. Um, yes. yes it's, it's, absolutely. Ab- it's obscenely technical and it's awesome. I just wish we wouldn't have thought of it. <laughs> so, and then Charlie, how is Pony World? Ponytastic. Um, uh, so, I mean, aside from the obvious, all the convention stuff that I'm working on, I'm just going to throw something completely out of left field into here. Um, You bought a new car. uh, I did not buy a new (laughs) car. Um, I did, however, um, realize that it has been 11 years since um, the band once called Flame Theory put out their album called Jaeger Shot. And um, this is a band that I sang and did uh, the the keyboards and electronics for. And um, I don't know why, but just randomly, like last week, I was thinking about it and realizing like we put a whole bunch of time and effort into this thing that is currently not available at all to anyone, anywhere. Like we put it out in physical CD format, which we sold out of. And then I put it out like before, like SoundCloud and Spotify and any of that was a thing. I like zipped it up and I put it up on like in some FTP folder, like when in when Twitter when it was in its infancy and said, "Hey, anybody who was interested in this, this is when people still knew what the hell Flame Theory was. If anybody's interested, here it is. Go ahead and download it." I think like five people did because nobody was on <laughs> Twitter at this point in time, and um, and so yeah, I've I've decided that um, I'm going to start re-releasing. I'm not going to touch them at all. I mean, like, so to be clear, they sound like shit um, because (laughs) we were literally writing the songs and learning how to use our recording software as we were making this album. So it does not sound like it would if we were to redo it, if I were to redo it. But uh, nonetheless, um, 
a song a week i'm going to start re-releasing i'm just going to throw them up on soundcloud just for nice. the hell of it and i'm just going to put it up there just just so that all the work and effort that me and the other people that put time and effort into this album um so that it can be still potentially be recognized and appreciated by some random people i need to hear there. this man i'm intrigued to hear this because i know three out of the four members of this band from completely different mm-hmm. channels which is fucking bizarre in its own right yeah so <laughs> yeah the um, the members of flame theory uh, that that you're going to hear on this album we went through a couple different iterations but the people that were involved in the album were myself a gentleman by the name of jordan pop another gentleman by the name of uh shay vilwalk and then um there's uh, a guy who i haven't talked to since flame theory was a thing so again 11 years uh but his name was kyle and he was the bassist and i'm so sorry i cannot remember your last name sir but it's literally been a, <laughs> it's literally been a decade and um and then uh but uh, those the, those are the people who actually put mute who performed on this album uh, a couple other people came and went um as far as the live uh the live iteration of flame theory was concerned but anyways i digress um so if if anyone has ever been curious as to what it would sound like if i put out an album um you're gonna you're gonna get to hear what it, at least 20 odd year old me sounded like way back in the day he just jealous? He just had to throw an album out there since the rest of us are putting albums out? Yeah, basically. Why, why not? Why, why <laughs> they got an album. I got, I got this here. Um, <laughs> but actually, I, I really, I'm really, I'm really excited to hear this because I haven't heard it in 11 years either. And it's oh, like, I didn't know you had ever heard it. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I okay. think I actually have a CD floating around somewhere. Oh, nice. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's, it's nice to, to, to go back and, and actually be able to like, you know, have it again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was now, now that we've peddled our brand of schlock, though, <laughs> Jen, uh, um, the 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 one person in here who's actually uh, putting something meaningful out between the three of us. And <laughs> uh, what, what do you got coming on? Uh, what do you, what, what have you been working do on? What are you doing? Well, it, it doesn't stop. Uh, <laughs> March is the first thing I'm doing. It's a store appearance at uh, Barnes and Noble um, in St. Louis at a mall. Um, they're doing a Batman v Superman event, and they're having me come in to teach kids how to draw Wonder Woman. Nice. Awesome. Uh, so that'll be kind of cool because it'll be something outside of My Little Pony, which I'm always excited about doing. Um, I just finished uh, illustrating for Jeremy Whitley, who has uh, written a lot of the My Little Pony comics. He has his own book called Princeless. And I just finished uh, drawing a comic, a story for his anthology that comes out in the fall. And it was written by uh, Whit Taylor, who did an amazing little story. And I got to add my own little twist to these characters and... Add a lot of silly little Easter eggs and things. And only thing I will say is that if you like Evil Dead, or if you've ever seen those movies, there might be something in there for those people. Oh, <laughs> yes. you have my interest. <laughs> I am a I am a gigantic Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, Bruce Campbell fan. My cat's Me name too. is Ash. Yes. Nice. After yeah, um, there is something My Little Pony coming up in the fall, which I'm excited about. Um, let's see. After that, I'm doing. Uh, I guess are, can I announce it? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay, so my very first con of the year will be Winnie City. Woo! Right. Which I'm excited to be doing in Schaumburg, along with Emmy Larson and Andrea and Kazumi, I believe. Yes. Yes, so I'm very excited about that. And uh, and, and, and uh, Big Jim Miller are the uh, other Jim. announced guests. And then uh, three weeks after that, I will be doing Babs Con in San Francisco. Uh, week after that, I will be doing a signing for Free Comic Book Day. Then, I believe it's a week or two weeks after that, I will be at Everfree, Northwest, up in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of May, I will be at Midwest Brony Fest in Kansas City. Wow. Now, is there a, is there a, a gemblake.com, so to speak, where people can find out all these dates? Um, either you can go to my Twitter, or you can go, if you go to my Facebook fan page as well, um, you'll see all that information on there. 
Uh, other than that, hopefully sometime this summer I'll start working on my own webcomic, which hopefully will be fun. It'll be uh, it'll be like little comic strips, but done like in a comic book form, but all about my pony, Sappho, mm-hmm. and weird shit she does. <laughs> I, so, I'm very excited about that, personally. <laughs> yes. So it'll be... Well, I can, I'll spoil one of the stories for you because I'm very excited because I, I, I'm not a writer, uh, but I wrote a very funny story that basically will have something to do with Angel versus my cat. <laughs> Angel versus Ash. I like it. Yes, Angel versus Ash. It'll, it's, nice. That's season two of Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's you my cat with first. a chainsaw for a pulp. <laughs> yep. But and, yeah, um, and there, so there's some other cons that'll be coming up probably later in the year, but nothing's been for sure yet. So... Yeah, I'm gonna have a very, very busy, busy couple months coming up. Yep, sounds like it. Jesus. Yep, and um, yeah, for those of you listening, um, this is uh, if you didn't catch it, this is the official. This is the early announcement of uh, Jen joining us up at Winnie City. Um, the uh, the official announcement as far as the Winnie City page and presence and everything is should be happening later this week. I'm just waiting on uh, a couple art assets to go along with the announcement so we can do it right. But um, but yeah, so very 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 happy to um add uh. Miss Blake to our roster there, and uh, it's going to be a really, really, really good time. And um, he, so, he needed an alcoholic. No, I'm already there. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. I'll be there. It's going to be. Oh, good. I'm in good company yeah. finally. Yep. Yeah, a bunch of yeah metal musicians and whatnot. Yeah, you're great company. Yeah. Okay, good. Phew. Mm. And uh, in case it hasn't ever been made clear before, uh, before this moment, if you listen to this podcast, if you don't give a hoot about My Little Pony, you should still come to Winnie City because uh, it's going to... Everybody's going to be there. A, everybody's <laughs> going to be there, and and B, just if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I mean, that is basically going to be Winnie City. <laughs> basically, probably with less cursing, but aside from that, you know... Not for me. Well, Not for no, me. No, no. Well, okay. Mm. Ah, uh, crap. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, so, uh, but it's basically going to be the same thing. So, yes, it's going to be a really good time. All right, and so for next week's show, if you haven't heard, a new gastrocade has opened up in Mount Prospect, Illinois, called Tokens and Tankards. Not only do we love gastropubs and gastrocades, we love the name, and so we're going to go uh, go check it out and uh, see see what it's like. Um, they are described as being the Chicago suburbs' first gastrocade with classic games, fresh beer, and great grub. And so, um, yes, we are sold. And so uh, we're going to, we're, we're definitely going to go out there and check it out. We're going to try and see if we can get somebody from their side uh, to do an interview, uh, however, however long or brief, and uh, ask some questions and sort of get their, get their story. And um, so uh, our mailbag question to you is going to be, is what questions do you have, if any, uh, for tokens and tankers, whether or not you're in the area, um, just, uh, you know, maybe you were thinking, maybe you just want to know what it takes to start up a gastrocade or, or um, just uh, anything you could possibly want to know. Um, if we get a chance to talk to somebody over there, we will ask your questions. But uh, any way you look at it, we will be going out there and checking it out. And so if there's anything you would like us to try and find out or to check out or do or whatever, um, please let us know and we will do that. And so that'll be our question for next week. But in the meantime, if you've enjoyed what you've heard today. Um, so first of all, uh, Miss Blake, where can uh, I know you mentioned like your Facebook page and your Twitter. Is there anywhere else on the Internet where we, or you want to direct people to find out more about your stuff? I know you're on Instagram uh, or any other any other sites out there. Uh, well, as far as like if you want information about like what I'm doing, like cons and stuff or like that. Twitter and Facebook are going to be the bigger ones. If you just want to look at my art, Instagram, or my DeviantArt, or where you can just flat out see my art and not have to listen to any of the stupid things I say. <laughs> uh, off the top of your head, do you know what your uh, what your handle or URL is on DeviantArt? Uh, my DeviantArt is Pony Goddess, which I did not come up with. Nope. Uh, and then I believe my Instagram is saying just Jen Blake 616 or something like that. <laughs> or something along the lines. I, I don't know. It's my name and my 
alcohol level <laughs> <laughs> at, at any given time at all times that's impressive at all time i i wake up drinking there you go i just have it i just have an iv a fireball at all times uh it is jennifer blake uh oh i just had it it went away uh 2814 i think it was yeah there you go the the green lantern sector Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, J- uh, Jennifer Blake 2814 is, uh, is your Instagram handle. You're welcome, Jen. Real quick, just a reminder for everybody, we do have merchandise available on our website and on our Facebook page at uh, GamerHeadRadio.com or at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio. We have t-shirts and stickers and pins, and, and well, th- those are all the three things that we have. But um, but please order them, and if you want to support the podcast, um, it, uh, it does not make us rich. It just makes it so that we can afford to get other merch and do other interesting things and do things for you. And also, please uh, do not forget to fill out the list our feedback survey just go to survey.gamerheadradio.com please let us know what you think about the show what you like what you don't like and uh, it is completely anonymous so you can say whatever you want and uh, we well it doesn't matter because we don't know who you are unless you choose to tell us and um, so your your feedback is appreciated and incorporated and well probably maybe but uh, it uh, it matters we we, re- we read every single word so yeah, yes. um, and uh, yeah. So as far as uh, us schmucks over here on Gamerhead Radio, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you like what you're here, you can find us at gamerheadradio.com, at facebook.com/backslash gamerheadradio, at google.com/backslash plus gamerheadradio, and on Twitter at gamerheadradio, where I'm at tek charlie. Goat is at Sir Goatsworth, and John is at the Fallon Flynn. You can email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call us and leave us a voicemail at nine four nine two six gamer. Um, please uh, download the official Gamerhead Radio app on Android on the Google Play Store, or you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Thank you very much for listening. Jen, thank you very much for hanging out with us. It has been thank a... Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. It was nice to meet you guys. It's been a party and a pleasure and an honor. Uh, loved every second of it, as I <laughs> knew we would. Uh, once again, knew what I was signing ourselves up for, and I have no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a few, but that's fine. Uh, that when was, he says few regrets, he means me and Goat. Yeah. Those are, there's two regrets <laughs> every week is when we walk in. I mean, I didn't say that. You've just been thinking it really loudly? <laughs> yes. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this has been yet another episode of Gamerhead Radio. Thank you so much. This has been so much oh, fun. Thank it was, you, guys. It was thank everything you. I could have hoped for. Yes, tremendous fun. Tremendous fun. I'm, I'm very much now looking forward to... You just need to start to... a comic podcast. Oh, I, I don't fucking tempt me. My brother and I could just fall down the rabbit hole. <laughs> comic Head Radio. Comic Head Radio. Yeah. I can't. I could. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Nobody, nope, nope. Mm. I could do so much if, art for you guys. Oh, well, yeah, but if anything... Uh, if that happens, Jen, I'll let you know immediately. <laughs> I will be on that show. Oh, please be on that show. And I, I will officially never get hired by Marvel after that. <laughs> Ever again. Uh, we'll give you a fucking pen name. We'll be like, this is not Jen Blake. She just sounds just like fucking Jen Blake. And here are all of her social media websites. Still this not Jen Tara Blake. Still not Jen Blake. Well, her pen name will be, this is not Jen Blake. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Jen, what was that? It, it would be Tara Strong as me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Or I'll do the entire podcast as Meatwad bashing Marvel. That's true. Yeah. Carl, I hate Marvel. It's the worst piece of shit ever. This is this is uh this is our third host, Meat Blake. <laughs> that sounds like a venereal disease. <laughs> I got a bad case of the Meat Blake again. Oh, I'm meat Blake. I am, I dude. See, I am. Charlie, it all goes back to VD. Oh god! Yeah. I was excited to do this con before, but this is going to be fun. Yeah, this, I found my my con buddy. Here. Yeah, <laughs> Jen is everybody's con buddy. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so we're going to do everything is awesome uh, today on Gamerhead Radio. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool if you're part, part of, the of the team. team. Gamerhead Radio is our sound. Okay. All right. On three. Jen, you ready? Oh yeah, I'm ready. Okay. One. One. Two. two three. three. Everything oh, was oh, 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 shit. Oh, you knew that part first? Yeah. Oh, you guys are fucking up again. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Carl. Uh, Damn, Red Radio starts now. Effort. <laughs>